Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to episode 174 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on Wednesday, July 22nd, 2015. My name is Dan Gorman. You and me got together forever, solving crimes and making up rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hats can be anything. My, wait, my name is Casey Lyons. <laughs> I've only slept for one hour last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. My name is Casey Lyons. Yeah, man. Hats can be anything. Pants, other people. It's great. My name is Greg Legro, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Steve, where do you find time to juggle? Well, let me tell you, I juggle in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We have tons to talk about this week. Two of us saw Ant-Man while one of us watched Elektra. Uh, then two of us wa- listened... One of us watched the director's cut, cut of Elektra. <laughs> then uh, two of us listened to the Backstreet Boys, and we will roll for movies next week and listen to another album. Uh, one of us will be doing a rundown of an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 Season 3 in our segment, 90210 Yeah Relay. Uh, but first, if you'd like to get in, con- in touch with us, you can email us at info at com. You can also rate and review us on iTunes. You can tell all your friends about us in real life and more. Uh, so please do all of those things. Uh-huh. We love to hear from you and we'd love to get some more ratings on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Usually off the top of the episode... We do some news and what we've been watching. Yep. Uh, before we get to that, I want to make sure to plug that Greg is on the latest episode of Mammo. That is. Yeah. Talk about plug that. that away. Yeah. Yep. Go for it. Uh, I was on Mammo. Yeah. <laughs> what, did, what did you guys talk about? We talked about uh, Ant-Man and the general state of mostly the MCU, but superhero movies in yeah. general. Uh, it was a real nice time. It was a nice hot, sweaty day. We went to Kaplansky's. Oh, yeah. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love Kaplansky's. Yeah, it's really good. Um, so yeah, it was great. Uh, always exciting to be on that show, and it always happens so fast. I know, it just it, like it just it, like goes, and then it's over. And it's I'm only like, yeah, I like say anything? forty minutes. <laughs> Seems so quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to the episode. It's wonderful. Oh, great. I haven't seen Ant-Man, but uh, I was worried because they said, like, spoilers, we're going to do whatever we want, mm-hmm. but you guys didn't get, get really give real. No, like, I don't think so. Yeah. No, I mean, I feel like you can kind of... Never mind. I'll talk about it later. Yeah. So, <laughs> super amazing uh, episode. You were on there with Norm Wilner of Now Magazine, yes. so it was a great panel discussion. Really cool. Yeah, I had and not you, met that guy before. He's yeah, awesome. He's a really good dude. Mm-hmm. And you guys nailed so much about, like, what's going on in comic books right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, great. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, should we get into our bits, our itty-bitty yeah. tidbit bits. committee? Movies yes. we've been watching, mm-hmm. news that is in the news about movies. I didn't write down any movie news. <laughs> well, there the, wasn't a that's lot. That's the subtitle of the news news about movies. No, all of news. that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> what we have been watching lately in front of our eyes uh, yeah. that are movies and yeah. news uh, that news? are movies that were in the news about movies. There was in like the not a much news. news this week because last week was a lot of news. There was that picture of uh, of uh, X Men Apocalypse stuff. Oh yeah, I saw that. It was like yeah. the uh, somebody uh, and and T Donahue, a Toronto comedian, said like, "Are these?" These people are supposed to be the purple stuff in the Sunny D commercial. Oh, because <laughs> they're all like purple. <laughs> I, well, I recognize the two X Men, but I was like, why is Wishmaster in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on there with. Uh, yeah, that's Apocalypse. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I didn't. See, he either looks like Wishmaster or the Creeper. Yeah, Creepers, Creepers. I don't know because I've never seen either of those things. I'm not familiar with anything, but I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen that guy in uh, Little Monsters with Howie Mandel <laughs> and Fred Savage. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's it's, amazing. Uh, I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> and, you know, one of the reasons I was on Mamo was to talk about costumes and superheroing and stuff like that because Matt Brown had uh, pointed out that I uh, am sort of a stickler on that or yeah, very yeah. passionate about costumes. We didn't really get into it. But uh, this is one of those things where I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, <laughs> Apocalypse is a cool looking character, and he doesn't look like that. What is he? Is he cool looking? <laughs> yeah, what is he, he is. Uh, what is he? I mean, is he purple? He's got blue and purple parts, some gray. He's not all one color of purple. Yeah, and it's weirdly. It looks weirdly like uh, like something from like the the late nineties. It looks like, like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah like where they didn't have CGI and stuff like that, so yeah. they had to like overdo it with all the makeup and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know why. Yeah, he has a very it. specific mouth thing going on. It's like they didn't they didn't bother to do. He's that. mostly blue from the looks of it, not purple. Yeah, no, much more blue. It depends on who's drawing him, I okay. guess, or whatever. But and he yeah. looks like crazy ripped compared to the picture. Yes. Like he looks huge in this one yeah, photo. Yeah. Like like you couldn't get a guy that big. Well, there's, yeah. there's his specific mouth. Yeah. yeah. Right? Um anyway. Looks silly. Yeah. I don't yeah. <laughs> and and what, with, I have a question. I've yeah. pulled up a picture of him here, uh, where he looks super big and ripped. Right. Is that a drawing by that guy that's known for Oh Rob all, Liefeld? Yeah, all uh, all utility belts and Yeah, no that feet. looks very Rob Liefeld y. <laughs> so you know what? The face doesn't though. Okay. But there's there many are arm muscles. There are feet. Yeah. And he has feet, yeah, so yeah. it's not Rob Liefeld. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once in a while, I I don't know how I got on that recently, but I was looking at a bunch of his stuff because on a podcast they had mentioned about that. Yeah, I was just he's the worst. (laughs) There was all this shit that happened after the Todd McFarlane explosion where people were like, "I should draw crazy," but no one could do it because I was just like a favorite cover band by the way. The Todd McFarlane (laughs) explosion, really good. Yeah, Um, but that kind of falls in with like what I why I care about the costumes and stuff like that. I want Daredevil to look right, you know, because. I like how he looks in the comic books. Yeah. That's what draws you in is how they look. And if it's done well, that you it, it enhances the experience, you know? Yeah. Like, that's and why it, no one read fucking Amazing Spider-Man after Todd McFarlane left, because Eric Larson wasn't as good. No. I guarantee you sales dropped in. That's why everyone <laughs> hates Rob Liefeld, because he's fucking terrible. Yeah. Some and of Image his... Comics failed, because it was all look and no story. you got to have both things going on. And I love the Daredevil series. It's just that when his face showed up inside that goddamn 
helmet. It was like, well, that doesn't look right. <laughs> it's like the fucking, yeah, I like the Chris Nolan Batman movies, but I feel like he can't breathe in that mask. Yeah. And it's distracting. How, yeah. I feel like that's half of why his, the, the Batman voice is like that. It's because I can't breathe through my nose. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta get that Joker. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what he said. I gotta get that Joker. Gotta get that Joker. He like. Oh, that Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Batman He's is everywhere. yeah, mild mannered by day, but singing in a pop punk band at night. <laughs> yeah. I can't breathe through my nose. You yeah. found Batman. Don't like me. Um, I, I heard that Image Comics are actually, are doing really interesting stuff right now. Well, now is sure, it, are but they, it was a major problem. Yeah, because all the artists left. Everyone got fucked over because all the artists left Marvel and DC to go do their own thing. But they're like, we yeah. don't know how to write nothing. <laughs> and all these uh, so many characters with multiple belts. Yeah, uh, like utility pouches everywhere. It was craziness, you know. Yeah. And Spawn with the biggest cape in the world. That was the only thing that really worked out. With Spawn was cool, you know. Yeah. Not that cool though. I read a few issues. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> You're like, I'll wait for the like, movie. Yeah, yeah. The big it's budget be Hollywood yeah. adaptation. <laughs> I was so excited for that movie. John Leguizamo. <laughs> We've got all the computers in the world to do all the CGI in the world. Let's see how big we can make that big cape. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited for that. I remember seeing a oh, trailer sure. and being like, I can't wait for yeah. this movie. And they tried to do the Judgment Night thing with the soundtrack. Oh yeah, with all the electronic. Oh yeah, but it was like uh, like techno people and yeah. and then, then other people I don't yeah. care about. I think was it electronica <laughs> and hip hop? Yeah. I, could I see feel that. like it was electronica and and rock, but it was already rock. <laughs> I don't know that how was. That <laughs> uh, was it? It was I, a Pearl Jam and the Orb. <laughs> and the Orb. Wow, wow, Good stuff. Anyway. Um, good. Other I, news, I, I don't know. I oh, saw that... I yeah. wanted real quick. I saw that Kumail Nanjiani is on the revival cast for the new X Files. Yeah, Ooh. which is fucking awesome. Which is so Wicked. good because he has an X Files podcast. Yeah, yeah. I awesome. love that. Yeah, right on. So that is awesome. That is good cool to see people that are like, yeah, love something be cast in that thing. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. yeah. What were you gonna say, Greg? I was gonna say last week we were so trailer heavy. Yeah, we forever we forgot to talk about the best trailer of the week, the Evil Dead series. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. 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 I can't believe we didn't talk about that. I know. I was like, I got home and I'm like, what the fuck is the matter with us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting for that for 20 years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it's so good. Mm -hmm. It's like it's as like, good as I wanted it to be. That's everything I've been waiting for. Yeah. Like, let's get back into S Mart, you know, and like, like what all all deep fans have been wanting forever. They yeah. just went and gave you. I'm like. Oh, thank you so much. And you it's funny cry. because he had always said that uh, that they'd never do another e Evil Dead thing because nobody wants to see big, fat, old uh, Ash. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yes, everybody, everybody wants to see does. that. That's exactly <laughs> what I want to see. And that's what they've given us, no. and it's fantastic. Fucking fantastic. Yeah, I'm wondering like what uh, it's what the setup is going to be like in terms of what plot is going to come over from the other movies because like Into 2 well, is basically the three a remake. movies don't flow and at all. Exactly. They're all over the fucking place. The, the There's second, no continuity. Yeah, yeah they, they like don't the second need one, to, to continue a story. Yeah, I don't give yeah. a shit. Ash, Ash says awesome shit. No, they, yeah, yeah. Chops some stuff up. I'm not like worried about it. Everywhere. I'm just yeah, intrigued <laughs> because I feel like every movie they had like endings that like the second movie ends and it's like they want him to be the king. Yeah, and, and, he was yeah. from there. And then they start this, the third one with, like, he's, you know, lowest of the low. So it's yeah, like yeah. They, they always seem to be putting these kind of 
twists off of the previous thing. So sure. I'm kind of wondering. I wonder what the new beginning will be. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, gone back sure. to S Mart, right? I mean, yeah. well, I don't think it's S-Mart. no, it's some different yeah. place now. So he's he's still in you know house mm-hmm. mares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, and obviously uh, you know they'll they'll sort of stretch that. His sort of uh, transformation back into badass, yeah. Nash. But he's pathetic again. Yeah, he's like living in a trailer. It yeah. appears, and yeah, fucking man, oh. and it looks super violent. Yeah, like crazy violent. Like as funny as it needs to be. Yep, the car is there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it yeah, looks. Man. It looks like they've used enough of the sort of uh, uh, direction, like the sort of like quintessential Sam Raimi esque yeah. direction. Yeah. yeah. But without kind of overdoing it and going, look, our camera's going everywhere. Yeah. 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 yeah I think it looks fucking yeah, great. I just yeah. I'm pretty excited. It looks so good. Totally. I got very little from the supporting cast, but, you know, the, the, yeah, the, it looks like <laughs> and really the trailer was TV cast. there to showcase yeah, Bruce yeah. Campbell. Yeah. For sure. Totally. Good time. Yeah. Yep. Excited about stuff. that. Yeah, fellas. That's good. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. News wise, I don't know about anything else really. No, I think that's it. Sad. Alex Rocco died. Yeah. Yeah. Just read about that today. That yeah. really sucks. Uh, who else? George Coe died. Yeah. That's too uh, bad. Voice of Woodhouse there on uh, yeah. Archer. Well, amongst a million other things. Like yeah. Huge yeah. career. But I what are the one of the first cast members of Saturday Night yeah. Live? And I didn't know that until I didn't like, know just either. read that. Yeah. That's Which crazy. Is crazy because I've been, uh, you know, a big. But uh, like I've been a huge. Saturday Night Live fan since I was a kid, mm-hmm. but all of this sort of '75 up till till you know late '80s, I sort of have a best of in my mind. Yeah, it's, for it's sure. Well, you spotty. just catch reruns of it, yeah. right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, while we were at Video Vengeance on Sunday night, uh-huh. watching Light Blast, yes, uh, thoroughly enjoying Light yeah. Blast. Yeah, yes. just before because uh, the two mats always getting name dropped on the show uh, yep. showed up, and we were talking about two trailers, and I wanted to ask. It just came to mind. I don't know if we've talked about these. We don't have to talk long about them, yeah. but but we were all kind of mentioning about the Crimson Peak. Right. Uh, I haven't seen that trailer. trailer? I've just seen the dope poster. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the new Gilmero del Toro horror film. Yeah. I was gonna. I was gonna go be an extra in that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> but you didn't. But, but I didn't. So oh. uh, good story. Yeah. Have you seen? Have <laughs> you? You haven't seen the trailer either. No, I haven't. Okay. I thought maybe it would have played before because I saw it before. Uh, uh, whatever the last movie that we did that I saw was. Mm-hmm. Good story, Dan. <laughs> we <laughs> These are, are great anyway, story podcast. We won't yeah. talk about that long. I, I'm interested in seeing this movie, yeah. uh, but uh, I don't know 100% how to react to this trailer. It looks cool, uh, but I'd be interested in your takes and the listeners' yeah. takes. Yeah. So email us if you have an opinion about that. Um, but also, I'd like to wait until you guys uh, check it out. Frank's totally yanking <laughs> on my cardi, cardigan. Um, this guy's real. This guy really yanks my cardigan. Yeah. And then we also mentioned the Goosebumps trailer. I don't know if we oh, talked yeah. about that. I on saw here. that. I thought it looked delightful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't give a shit about the books at all. Never read I, them. I, I never. I was too old to read them. I think. I think they came out when I was uh, an older gentleman. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, look, Jack Black's in Jumanji, right on. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like it's like, oh, Monster Jumanji. Yeah. Yeah, I read a lot of the books. I, for a while, I had every one that they had put out up until a certain point. Mm-hmm. I, um, I mean, they're not good books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're like... But uh, they're like, they were fun for yeah. me to read. And I would, sure. Could, I could like, I was like reading a ton of them. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm just, I mean, the trailer kind of has, it It seems like it's cut in a way that, that looks almost kind of like a TV kind of movie. 
Um, yeah. What is Frank doing? He's, he's having uh, a little freak out. Yeah. Yeah. He's attacking his back leg. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think it looks. <laughs> he's neutralizing his back leg. <laughs> uh, I don't think this leg will be uh, uh, bothering you fellas anymore. <laughs> neutralizing the threat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Goosebumps trailer. Uh, it seems edited like a little weird, uh, but I think it just looks like a lot of fun. It's got a lot of things, like a lot of shots in it, where it's kind of like, oh, I bet that's something that Goosebumps people know about. Yeah. Like well, I feel all like, of the monsters are. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun for people. Like I feel like it's gonna be a lot of fun for people who read those yes. books religiously and, and yeah. remember all the shit from them. But also, I think it'll be fun for me. Like I think it'll just be like a fun little yeah. You know, it's yeah, got it looks the, like a nice it, time. It, it has it has preteen or teen yeah. young teen kids wisecracking, and I hate that. But, <laughs> yeah. There there was a really funny image that came out of the Sony leaks. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but it's like from clearly from like a pitch deck or something. And it's like two images, and it says on one side, new fans, and it has all these kids going like, whoa, like having fun. <laughs> and then on the other side, it says nostalgic adults, and it has all these like 20-somethings going like, whoa, like they're scared. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole thing has like green mist over it, and it's like the lamest thing. <laughs> Amazing. Just, we're going to hit these two targets, new kids mm-hmm. and nostalgic adults. I wonder which one I am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I'm, I'm game for that. I think it looks fun. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anything mm. else? Mm. What have you guys been watching? Mm. I've been watching stuff. Yeah, what? I saw stuff. Not to brag, but uh-huh. uh, oh, let's see. Well, I'll start off with a little uh, uh, bits. Um, I watched all of Raising Hope that was on uh, uh-huh. Netflix, yep. and I just really, really, really liked that show, and I really liked the little world that they set up. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to investigate Greg Garcia a little bit more, and. Uh, uh, Historically, I've not been a fan of My Name is Earl. No. Uh, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and give that the old college try. Oh. Because um, that's a, that's yeah. Greg Garcia's kind of first. Yeah. I think first big thing, uh, like his own sort of thing. Like that and it was a big hand pretty in. wildly successful. Oh, Quite yeah. successful. So I started watching it, and it's great. Yeah. yeah. Really? It's great. Really? Like, uh, yeah. I was surprised, too, because every time I, I watched it, I was like, yeah, like I, it's a sitcom and everything. Uh, is it like a, is it like a sports night? <laughs> where it's a sitcom without any jokes or anything. Uh, because this has not made me laugh at all. But when you get into the sort of whole world of it, it's it becomes situationally very funny. And, huh, okay. and not like, but almost organically. See, I always saw it in reruns because it would play right after Seinfeld. Uh, and before, like, another episode of Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. So I was, like, always in the middle. I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. The oh. show. And they, I saw most of what I saw was always out of sequence. So yeah, it was right. kind of like, yeah. I wasn't following a story, but I just hated it. It always, yeah. <laughs> it always seemed, like, off-putting to me just because it seemed like... Like I, because I remember when it came on, I was kind of excited because I was like, "Oh yeah, I love him as an actor, yeah, like from yeah. all the Kevin Smith stuff." So I was all kind of up for it. But then because it was the kind of like, "Oh, he's like a redneck," like and there's the world seems kind of like a gross kind of in your face from somebody who didn't watch the show. Really, it just seems yeah. like this is an in your face kind of like not what you'd normally see on a sitcom. And I was just kind of like, I, "I don't know," like I don't want to watch this. I don't and know it why. Really, it really doesn't. It really isn't actually that. Like I mean, he he sort of. I guess Greg Garcia sort of. Uh, likes to wallow in in you know like uh, low class lower class America or whatever, but uh, it it really works. Like there's something really charming. Like I think it's a uh, it's it's what he came from. It's something that he really knows, and there's something really charming about the the, the little worlds that he creates. Like he creates these sort of like. Uh, 
like classless people, but who are are in in as much very charming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it this is no exception. I think the big standout in the show though for me is Jamie Presley. She is fucking hilarious. Hmm. Like she's uh, she's sort of like the standout. But but the whole cast like it's I, I was so surprised because I really didn't like that show. Yeah. At all. I was yeah. like I don't understand the point at all. Yeah, I'll huh. have to give it a second yeah, shot because it was. I'll throw it on. Yeah, it was definitely like uh, I'm just judging this from afar. I'm not yeah. actually. Yeah, when I was, I, like, when I was younger, put on the Seinfeld for Christ's sakes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and and I think that that that's going to be a, kind of a strike against it too. If you watch Seinfeld yeah. and then something else comes on while you're waiting for another Seinfeld <laughs> yeah. episode, yeah. then you're just like, oh, just get this fucking thing over with. <laughs> so I want to see a puppy shirt. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, what have you been watching, Greg? Uh, I've been watching 80s movies. Oh, yeah? That's what's been going down for me. You watched one that I really want to watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I want, yeah, I'll start there. I watched uh, The Heavenly Kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. How did that turn out? <laughs> well. Because it's one of those posters and movie covers I've seen, but, like, yeah. know absolutely nothing about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? Thou shalt be cool. Yeah, is the great tagline. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, is this like a teenage heaven can wait situation? He, no, no, no. It's not. No, because the okay. trailer, the cover is kind of like you a would cool get kid that with, vibe. Yeah. yeah. So this greaser guy, uh, he's into like car racing Let's and stuff. Let's call him Fonzie. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> the it's like the fifties, and they like drag race and shit like that. And the movie starts. And he's and what they do is it's sort of like chicken, but you're racing side by side in these beater shitty cars, and whoever jumps out of their car first is the loser because uh, you're driving towards a cliff. I've seen that in another movie before. Uh, I've seen this movie before. Yeah, and and, and it's that isn't thing that of, like, in where, Rebel Without a Cause too? Though that's a thing. Isn't yeah, it? oh maybe there was I'm a, thinking of Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah. there was I another 80s ish movie though. I either I'm. I can't remember. I don't think it was this movie, but there was another yeah. movie where they did exactly that. Like whoever yeah. jumps out last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably because in the eighties, I think, I think, I feel like there was a lot of like fifties movies. There was a in ton the 80s. of fifties nostalgia in the eighties. Yeah. Uh, so they must have done that again. Yeah. Oh but yeah. yeah. I, Are you I, sure you're not thinking of the Paul Abdul video for Rush Rush? Uh, <laughs> I'm rarely not thinking of uh, <laughs> of some Paul Abdul video. <laughs> Listen, Usually now that you brought this up, the conversation ends as yeah, that's <laughs> evidenced by our Twitter thread with Matt Brown. <laughs> Um, so they do the drag race, and uh, he's about to jump out because he's won, but then his watch is stuck on the yep. gear shift. This and is he's the like, oh, guy. shit. <laughs> he explodes. Hey, hey yeah. my watch over here. And hey, I regret uh, nothing. <laughs> and then he's like, uh, he's on a subway with all kinds of people in wacky costumes, like one guy's in scuba gear, somebody's in their bathrobe, you know. Yeah. And he meets uh, Whoa, a bathroom. Yeah, he rich. He meets Richard Mulligan, who's got to tell you, look, you can't come to heaven yet because we think you're like a questionable person. So yeah. you got to go like be a guardian angel. And so they set him up with this kid in the '80s, uh, and he's got a mentor because the kid's a nerd and stuff. And he's like, "This doofus or whatever, come on." And he's got <laughs> so then he's like, "Got to teach." The, and there's a there's a fashion montage where he's like, "I got to teach this kid how to be cool because no one can see him but the kid." Mm-hmm. And so there's a like a you know a makeover montage, but it's this greaser from the '50s who's like judging '80s clothes, like yeah. Like, oh, so he's like uh, like oh yeah, those parachute pants. Are yeah, because he dresses them up like you know fucking can't buy me love or whatever, and I'm just like why? why? <laughs> he wouldn't pick any of these things. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was funny, and it, it was a longer montage than needed to be. And the kid, he's trying to uh, uh, oh, that's my foot, Frank. Uh, <laughs> Owl Frank, <laughs> the Frank kid is- he's trying to make cool is uh, 
Jason Gedrick. Uh, huh? Yeah, Gedrick. Jason Gedrick from uh, Iron Eagle and Backdraft yeah. and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, th- uh, spoiler, turns out this kid is his son. Ha- but I'm like, how? Because he died in the 50s. Yeah. And this kid is like 17 and it's 1987. <laughs> oh, <laughs> holy shit. I don't... I, like I remember that, and I remember yeah. that being the plot, and I remember yeah. that being the big twist and everything. Yeah, and I remember thinking, and I remember that blowing my mind when I was a kid. Yeah, never really questioned it. How does a major motion picture <laughs> just not even bother with that timeline? Yeah, That's even amazing. if we push it, like with the fashion and the cars and the whole thing, we can push it to 1960. Yeah, that kid's still almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally, because it's not like I was like, because oh, that that came to me almost immediately. Like, oh, is this movie set in the seventies? That doesn't seem right. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and I'm like, maybe it's the very early eighties. I'm like, no, it's just present day. It even says present day, and I'm like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> this fucking thirty-seven-year-old kid is in high school. Nobody thought and no this one through. likes him. Yeah, he's trying, trying to get, he's trying to get laid in high school. Dad, That's yeah. a very different movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's terrible. It's a really bad movie. But I totally watched every second of I it. I feel like, like I would really enjoy yeah, watching that for sure. Yeah. It was I was uh, I because I was watching movies on YouTube and that leads to an instant. I find all I the came other across movies, it yeah. by accident, but there's a ton of versions of it on YouTube. But I'll, I'll tell you how I got there later. Yeah, I want to know. What about you, Dan? What did you watch? How, how do you, how you got to YouTube? I know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I got this great idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't been watching really any. I literally I saw um half of a movie i went and i saw uh some pan am volleyball oh yeah but i haven't my been watching went and saw some pan am yeah. volleyball not yeah. to name drop yeah, yeah. your sister yeah. my sister no i watched half of the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie the oh the, the new one. Oh, the new one. Oh, why yeah. did you do that i don't know it was there and i yeah. pressed play on it it's yeah. on netflix uh, i i didn't hate it uh while i was watching it did but you I, watch half of it i only watched half of it all right. I was like, I feel like you know, that's the worst half. <laughs> I liked, I really liked that like animated intro where uh, they like explain what the Ninja Turtles are. Not because of the content of it, just because it looked yeah, really cause cool. Because that's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, the animation is pretty cool. Yeah, and then I was like, while I was watching it, it was again one of those cases of like I knew that this is a piece of shit, and I knew exactly how yeah. big of a piece of shit right. it was. So I was like, no, every one of these scenes is doing exactly what this kind of a piece of shit needs to do. Yeah, and I was just kind of like. I'll watch this, and then I had to go do something, so I turned it off. I just found it exceedingly bland, although by those standards, I'm excited about the new one because I know it's going to suck around, uh, you know, Bebop and Rocksteady, which are the only two things that I really want to see, except I want to see if uh, Krang shows up. Well, yeah, this is all anyone's been waiting for. Yeah. I've been waiting for a brain in someone's stomach and two monster guys. (laughs) Yeah, tummy brain. In every series of this, like, why would you not make these dudes? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Quit like making it was shredder so pointy, and I want to <laughs> see if they turn uh, Tyler Perry into a fly. <laughs> yeah, I, I like in the in the the first one of the new ones, like when they jump off the building and they're in the CGI shot rolls down with them through into like the, the like sewers and they're rolling around. I was like, this is all I need right now for this you know undemanding movie I wanted to put on is just them to be you know running around and stuff. It was so dumb though that it was like it turned out that it was her turtles from when she was a kid i was like yeah. so dumb that was the Terrible. first thing in the movie where i was like that's that's even more dumb than i'm yeah. ready for right now yeah yeah <laughs> but other than that i was like well, i'll probably throw the other half on later and wrap this thing up 
Yeah, sure. But other than uh, that, I haven't watched anything. I watched, uh, in keeping with my uh, my Godfather watching, I watched Godfather mm. Part 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Maybe the same uh, <laughs> uh, review as last, last week. It's still a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty um, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A good one yeah <laughs> check it out check it out uh, i watched uh let's see half of a documentary that i really want to talk about but i really need to watch the other half of the documentary first mm-hmm. it's called uh women aren't funny oh yeah and oh it's, uh, i've yeah. heard of that yeah i've gotten many opinions of it about it now um but i really need to watch the rest of the uh, yeah. the rest of it to sort of solidify those opinions. Yeah, yeah. the sentiment that i had heard about that movie was like there's a really good movie to me being about this topic, but, but like this, this one might it. not be the one. It's it's really unfortunate because it's a great everything about it is is a great topic. It's infuriating that fucking people like Adam Carolla and Artie Lang are like, eh, women aren't funny. I'm like, you're not funny. Yeah. <laughs> you can't judge who's funny and who's not. And but the the saddest thing about it is that it all falls down because the filmmaker, Bonnie McFarlane herself, is not that funny. Oh, you know, I've seen some of this. Yeah, she's not that funny. <laughs> no, and she really, she it's really tries. And it's really interesting. Now, again, th- these are my opinions right now. I haven't seen yeah. the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she does very little to showcase why women are funny and why the attitudes of people who think women aren't funny are inherently wrong. Which I'm sorry, it's not even a subjective thing. People who think women aren't funny are just wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh. So, but like, there are so many points, so many important points to be made about why women in comedy have been uh, uh, so sort of like just pu- pushed to, to, yeah. to the side by the shitty boys' club that is totally comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't make those it doesn't make those points. It's just Bonnie McFarlane going like, "I'm funny. Look at me. I'm funny." And then uh, like getting all up in other women's faces. Like she gets all up in Maria Bamford's face going like, because Maria Bamford on her website has this list of funny female comedians. Yeah. And B- Bonnie McFarlane's just like, well, how come I'm not on that yeah, list? Yeah, yeah. I've Where totally am I seen on that this. list? That was awkward. And, and Maria Bamford's like, oh, yeah, I guess. Well, you know, I, I, I didn't have a chance to put everyone on it. I yeah. just wanted to show. She's like, mm, well, how come I'm not? I'm a funny woman. How come I'm not on it? And Maria Bamford's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have to put you on the list <laughs> it's so awkward and it's like oh it's because you're not a good example of why women are funny mm-hmm. Ugh. but anyway sorry so there's that yeah again i want to watch the rest of it just to just, see yeah. just to see but it's 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 real disappointing and someone really still needs to make that documentary totally yeah um but uh so to to sort of like uh, the the other side of that, I watched uh, another documentary, a documentary called Tig. Yeah, I've been about, dying to watch this. Uh, I haven't yet. Funniest. Yeah, movie. Athena saw that. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's mm. uh, oh boy, see that movie mm-hmm. because it's about a very funny people. So there's a lot, or a very funny person. So there's a lot of funny stuff in it. Yeah. but it's it's less a funny documentary and more yeah. just like because you know uh, anybody who knows who Tig Notaro is knows of the the crazy tragedy in her life that happened. Yeah. All at once kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and and it's basically just about her dealing with all that and and it's really heartbreaking mm-hmm. a lot of times. And and it also just shows you why Tignotaro is one of the most fucking hilarious and inspirational people yeah. like ever. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to watch that. I saw that it went up on Netflix, yeah. but I haven't had the time. 
because uh, the I was also excited because that went up on Netflix. But at the end of the month, they're doing the new Wet Hot, so lots yeah. of good Netflix mm-hmm. stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. What else? What else, guys? I'm still nothing. Speaking of uh, inspirational people, I uh, the reason I got into my 80s spiral of movies uh, on YouTube was I rewatched The Legend of Billie Jean. Oh, you know what? That's I've been. That's on my watch list, and yeah. I've been dying to watch it, and that's on YouTube now? Yeah, yeah it's on YouTube. I okay. loved that movie when I was a kid, and I have not seen it in like 20-some-odd years. I don't think I've ever seen I've it. I've been dying yeah. to watch it, yeah. Legend Billy Jane is Helen Slater, uh, Christian Jean Slater, King. Yeardley Smith, um, Peter Coyote. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, the kind of lower class, the, like the trailer park kids are getting pushed around by the richer kids. Not that rich, but richer. And they fuck up Christian Slater's scooter, and he's pissed. And his sister Billy Jean's like, "I'm gonna get that money," and it turns into a whole fiasco. And then they're, you know, uh, on the run from the law and shit like that. And uh, I love this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's like a, a Pat Benatar song for 90 minutes, but that's totally fucking cool. Sounds yeah. like it would be. Yeah, yeah, and it has a Pat Benatar song in it for like 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it's awesome, man. Like, it's it's totally fucking dated, and it is what it is. But I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, I remember why I loved this when I was a kid. Yeah. And, oh, and it's got the guy from uh, Christine in it. You know, the nerd guy oh, that yeah, gets the yeah, car. Yeah. That He's been in a bunch of 80s movies. Totally. He's in there, too. And it's just like, it's totally ridiculous. But at the same time, there's something really charming about it. And Helen Slater's awesome, and I was completely in love with her when I was a child. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? When yeah, fucking yeah. Uh, Supergirl came out? Uh-huh. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there was on. It was on like a list of like eighties movie under overlooked 80s movies that you'd like should need to see. And I made a big list of them. And that was one yeah. of the ones. And and for a while there was like a really bad copy of it that was like out of sync on YouTube. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm gonna wait. This one like runs a little fast every once in a while, but not through the whole thing. I feel like they're usually trying to like it's usually when a, a song you know is playing like yeah. Rebel Yell comes on and then everything speeds up and it's like a Benny Hill movie yeah. for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's usually during a running scene too. So everyone's like, "Go get him! Go get that Christian Slater!" Yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> this is just a fuck it. It's a perfect '80s movie in a lot of ways. It takes itself very seriously. It's got it's it's kind of doing some social commentary or mirroring stuff. It's got a little bit of uh, you know 1980s feminism action mm-hmm. going on in there. And, and fuck yeah, Helen Slater's awesome, man. Yeah, I think I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna go find it like on yeah. DVD or whatever and just order it. Yeah, I wasn't I'm sure because it. it was de- it was deadly serious for me when I was a kid too. It's like this is an intense movie. Like they're in trouble. Yeah, you know. And I mean, it is that, but it's also lighter than I remembered it being too. But uh, well, what with all the Betty Hill music? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just I fucking thoroughly enjoyed myself. I was so glad that it was still like a watchable movie. And Athena had never seen it before, so it was her first time through it. Yeah, she was like, "Yep, that was great." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Legend of Billie Jean, yeah. still awesome. All right. Yeah, it was a real nice time. <laughs> I rewatched uh, a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I rewatched the 1978 version of uh, Invasion of the Body. Oh, Snatchers. fuck yeah, Ooh. man. I own that on DVD. That yeah. thing is the best. Uh, it wasn't as good as I remember being. Really? Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Um, it has some dated things. Yeah. And, and some uh, just kind of sloppy storytelling. Uh, but it's it's got some fun stuff in it. 
It it doesn't really have a lot of thrills and chills as I remember it having. Yeah, it's um, a more of like a slower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like do a, like it. It's more a lot. of like a. I think it it tries more to be like a, a sort of one of those paranoid thrillers. Yeah, uh, of totally the seventies. But I don't think it quite reaches that point. Um, I, I love that movie. I think it needed more scenes of uh, Jeff Goldblum and Leonard Nimoy uh, arguing. <laughs> because it gets I feel like it's a little heavy handed in it's uh, um, social commentary uh, I remember and then, and then it becomes a little flaccid I remember the last time I watched it it, feel, it felt a little disjointed yeah. but I, I still love it yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, got some it's got, it's got some great stuff in it yeah. Donald Sutherland's pretty great yeah, in man. it uh, yeah I was just like alright huh yeah, yeah. <laughs> huh Oh. Oh. Mm. What else, Greg? Any other 80s movies? No, no. Those, those are the two big ones I wanted to talk about. Okay. But uh, I know, Casey, you rewatched something. You want to get into that a little bit? Yeah. It's so funny that you uh, that you started rewatching it, too. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I didn't have time. That's okay. I went right to bed last night. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. Why not? Uh, yeah, why? Why the fuck? Now, not? Now's the time. Because there's a lot of all under the pretense of uh, uh, basically uh, both Greg and I, independent of of uh, each other, have started watching uh, the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, I started because I've been watching the uh, the Clone Wars show. Oh, okay. Which I thought was terrific. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, this is that. great. And I real and, and I was like, kind of connecting all the movies too. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll go. Uh, maybe I'll enjoy them more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I have other things colored in for me, but it just made me appreciate the show even more. Right. Anyway, so you just watched Phantom Menace. I watched Phantom Menace. We'll talk about Phantom Menace today, and we'll talk. We'll chime in each week yeah. with the three movies All and right. see how they are now. Yeah, we'll do. We'll, we'll do or Phantom. How Phantom Menace first. Yeah. Which, by the way, mm. uh, just just my my opening thought is. Yeah. Uh, the pod race, uh, uh, the whole pod race scene uh -huh. becomes much funnier when you know that Jake Lloyd was just arrested for DUI. Uh, so I was really trying. I'm making yeah, a concerted. I tried effort. really hard to. This is sort of, for me. It's a it's a run up to uh, to the new to the new yeah. one coming out. Yeah. And I tried my hardest this time. Yeah. I saw um, this in theaters. When came oh out. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I've, I As saw someone that didn't the care about yeah Star right. Wars. Um, it, it, so so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna put away all my because because I saw them the first time was heartbroken and then I was just like, I'm just gonna hate watch these for the rest <laughs> of my life. Uh, and so I tried to put away all that cynicism and just try to love them as being because I'm like, whether I like it or not, these are a part of the of Star Wars canon. Yeah. So I have to deal with that. Yeah. Um. So I watched them with that, and you know what? I liked I liked them as much as I ever have. Yeah. Uh, but I still hate these movies. Yeah. Phantom Menace, when I saw it the first time, I tried extremely hard to find the positives in it. Yeah. Even though, like, and I, like, it, it feels wrong all the way through. Mm -hmm. Like, the scroll is even, like, the wording of the scroll is, yeah. like, weird. Immediately, I'm like... I don't, I don't know what it, <laughs> I don't yeah, know well, we, we, weird this movie in, about taxes? Yeah, we, weird and also really boring. <laughs> Extremely boring. But I feel like there's there when I first saw the movie the first time, there, there's something with the opening stuff that I was like, okay, 
we get to see, you know, things we haven't seen before. We see Jedis who are fully realized Jedis. Yeah. Not like we always just went on the journey with Luke becoming one. So yeah. you, you get to, like, when he's finally one, it's the end of the whole thing. Yeah. So you see Jedis in their full peak, and that's kind of cool. And I like Liam Neeson in these in this movie. Well, uh, I just like Liam Neeson, so it's fine. Yeah. He's not doing He's just got longer hair. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, it's just sleepy Liam Neeson with yeah, longer yeah. hair. And, you know, like when they jump out of that thing, the nice high drop. I'm like, that's kind of a cool, like, to shoot that from this far away. It's cool. And I feel like I, it whole, I can, like, I, I can forgive like a whole. I was just pooping them out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, I was able to, like, fend off hatred and stuff and on my rewatch I was like this is okay this isn't <laughs> this isn't the worst until then we go underwater oh I think that's goodness. where it just gets like what's going on here <laughs> yeah yeah and that, that's where it starts to get like like you didn't even like I, I realized that CGI was limited mm-hmm. in, in the early 2000s and yeah. there wasn't a lot you could do with it to make things look good um and and that's the that's the fault of the timing and everything. But yeah. like I don't even think they spent a lot of money on the no, CGI. It, it looks terrible. Just fucking off. Really like bad. It, it looks like a cartoon. Like yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah. Uh, a shitty one. Yeah. It looks like a like, like reboot. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like slightly better reboot. <laughs> Uh, and, and it's and, funny he tried so hard to be like oh I don't want Star Wars to look dated that's why he keeps on tinkering with it but he just made it he made all of it look like it's from 1998 now yeah yeah you know? it's it's incredibly dated it looks because just of, terrible of, and, and it just every time it takes you out of the out of the oh picture. yeah 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 fucking whatever uh, you know oh. I'm just like I hate every second of this yeah it's real and and like Jar Jar Banks and you, you kind of go like okay well everybody hated on Jar Jar Banks and mm-hmm. everything maybe maybe there's <clears> something maybe there's something of value in that character there's no, nothing no, of value it's, so, character. it's really bad it's just it's <clears> just <throat> uncomfortably racist <laughs> just like the two shifty Asians at the beginning oh yeah that's like not okay no it's it's uncomfortable yeah and it's hateful it yeah. feels hateful yeah a lot about this movie is really hateful and then there's like the stereotypical jewish character in, yeah in, uh, that's uh, on Tatooine. uncomfortable and i mean see this is the thing is once you go underwater and you hang out with jar jar and all that shit you never well you never surface again to a good movie that's, no they like something you can try and find the good in because the whole shit on uh, uh Tatooine is terrible it's it's it, the pod it, race is garbage so stupid and, 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 and like, just so like what are we doing here? and like, what is happening Anakin <laughs> with his shitty little friends and I'm like well I hate these kids too yeah 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 <laughs> uh, and he is just that kid is just like everybody in this everybody in this movie is in like a school play yeah yeah like this is a this is a great example of tell don't show I don't need to see Anakin win a pod race. I didn't need to see Luke shoot womp rats. Yeah, exactly. He told me, I'm like, yeah, I buy it. Yeah, I, I, I can buy that. You're, 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 yeah. you're a troubled youth. Whatever you say, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Check his mailbox, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and something I never noticed before, actually, which is pretty crazy and pretty, a pretty big part of... Uh, of kind of the Star Wars, the Star Wars uh, myth that I don't remember being resolved for me. It must be in one of the new movies, is that, or one of the the, the movies after it, is that uh, Anakin was born of immaculate conception. Yeah, once <laughs> I I didn't remember that. No, no, I'd forgotten about that too. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. his mom's just like, "Oh yeah, like I, you know, I never had sex or anything," and then all of a sudden, I was pregnant. Like uh, I don't what. what? <laughs> 
Yeah, this thing, this shit got so screwy. Everything about it just doesn't feel like Star Wars yeah. like, at all. It's so poorly directed and, and poorly written. Uh, and I'll, like, I'll, I will, like, I don't care. I realize everybody bitches about metachlorians all the time, but I'll be bitching about metachlorians until uh, the day I die. It's fucking <laughs> dumb. And yeah. It goes against the mythology of Star Wars. Totally. Um, and then the other major problem, I think, with this movie is one of the brighter spots of it is Darth Maul. Yeah. He looks really cool. Who they and, use in, what, uh, a scene and a half? Yeah, and then, yeah. And then they cut him in half and chuck <laughs> him out. So when this movie's over and Qui Gon's dead, I'm like, what, so what am I waiting for in the next movie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, I don't feel anything. Are we going to, like, bureaucracy? Is that what we're looking forward to? Can't wait. Three, can't, three years. Can't wait. Yeah, they were, they were. the only characters they were holding over is a shitty kid yeah. and uh, and and hilariously bad Natalie Portman. Yeah, she's, she's horrible bad in, in this. Every fucking way. Yeah. Her weird little mm-hmm. accent is, is, is fucking <laughs> yeah. super funny. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. She ditches it. Yeah, but <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, it's, yeah. And it's weird that Rose Byrne is in it, and and oh, yeah, some people yeah, yeah. that you forget. I was like, oh yeah, Joel Edgerton is in it. Yeah, yeah, too. just standing around. I mean, he's not in in Phantom Menace. Sorry, I watched uh uh, uh both uh, that and Attack of the Clones. Oh, okay, we'll talk um, about that next week. Yeah, yeah we'll yeah, do yeah. that next week. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but you know what? All of this said, I enjoyed it more than I ever have. Sure, sure. I need to. <laughs> it's re- a low bar. I'll yeah. see where we get one, and I rewatch uh, Revenge of the Sith. But the thing that's shocking to me is like I feel like Phantom Menace is the best one. That's all. That's what I remember. And hearing. that's like if I knew that, seeing that in 1999, that this is going to be the best of the prequels, I yeah. just probably would have sat down and cried. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. And and well, I mean, I, I can't remember uh, Revenge of the Sith. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'll be watching it. Tonight. I haven't seen it since theaters. It's uh, not the one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, or no, I, I think I've seen it once after that. Huh. Uh, uh, Phantom Menace is better than Attack of the Clones. Yes. Or, yeah, Attack of the Clones. There's a lot to talk about with Attack of the Clones, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that is supreme. There's some supremely disappointing shit in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Next week it's in our. very funny movie. Eye on Star Wars prequels. Yeah, all right. Yeah. We'll talk about that tomorrow. You should watch the, uh, the, uh, the Clone Wars show, though. Yeah, I think I will. Yeah, check it out. It's I'd like pretty... to have something else good with Star Wars name on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, it does something that I, I I was hoping they would do with the standalone movies that are coming up. Like, I don't want to see a young Han Solo movie, as we talked about, but whatever. They're going to do it. But what I did want to see was maybe these characters that you don't know anything about ever, you know. And so this, this show, you kind of go off on little independent journeys with a bunch of these side characters that are just sort of walking around in the movies so you get a sense of who they are and what their whole shit's about you know and some of them are really cool and i'm like this is this is neat this is a nice yeah, well, version go- other side of this whole it's i don't know it's like rosencrantz and gildensterning the fucking prequels and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh all right well i, I don't know what's that tom stoppard star wars <laughs> yeah. to be very intriguing uh but uh but i but I, that can go very wrong i.e uh, you know, b- baby Boba Fett. Well, this is the thing. Well, uh, you know, yeah. That I, again, you don't want to see the young versions of these fucking characters because they screwed all up. These are just people you don't have anything invested in, so you get a deeper look at them. Yeah. So right. I don't know, but it's it's they're, they're short. It's 20, twenty minute episodes. It looks cool. And yeah. Fucking right. yeah. It's all right. They've got now. They've got uh, characters like like Yoda is in. Oh yeah, and like they play. They're in most of the episodes. They do all kinds of lots of Anakin, lots of uh, Obi Wan. But okay, but I don't want to see. I don't want to hear somebody other than Frank Oz do uh, do Yoda's voice. Fair enough. 
but you get to see someone not Hayden Christensen or Jake Long be Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, I like it's that. Like, oh, this is not the worst. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk about more next week. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Glavin. <laughs> Essentially Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the name of this segment. Essentially <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, what else? Is there anything else before we get into film roulette? I don't think so, man. I saw a couple of other things. Oh, did but you? Who I'm the so... fuck cares? Well, maybe I do. <laughs> uh, you want to rattle remember. them off real quick? No, I don't remember them. I'll okay. Oh, yeah. One thing I did want to say is... Uh, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, there's there's one. Uh, we, we did a couple of uh, uh, movies that Myos has never seen before and mm-hmm. wants to see, so we watched... Um, uh, when Harry Met Sally. Nice. Oh, and uh, guess what? That movie is still the best. Yeah, Love it. I just rewatched that uh, not too long ago. Love a couple it. of Damn months it. ago. Fuck, it's great. It's, it's fucking, what what happened to Nora Ephron? I mean, she, no, you know what? I mean, she, she made a couple of really, really great movies and then just started to make sort of the same movie over and over yeah. again, I guess. But, uh, but man, it just really reminds you what a fucking brilliant mind Nora Ephron yeah, had. Man. Yeah, man. Um, great movie. And uh, and then also uh, she didn't get to see Chappie when I went and saw it in the theater. Uh, yeah, and she she wanted to see it, so uh, we rewatched Chappie. This is a movie that uh, no, nobody liked except for me. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, upon rewatching <laughs> it, uh, you're all wrong. That movie's great. <laughs> Have you seen it yet? No, no. I, I want you to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta I, wait. I, I saw I saw about ten minutes of it. Okay, I got it uh, waiting for me at home. You gotta wait. Yeah, we I need. Will, to, we need I'll to watch it for next this. week. I'll yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll decide who's <laughs> right and who's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Hashtag Chappie's great. No. Chappie's not a good movie. (laughs) Awesome. That's it. Yeah. Chappie Gate will will come in on it later again. We'll circle back. Tearing this country apart. The line in the sand that is Chappie. Mm hmm. Oh, is that it then? Should we get into film roulette? Uh, Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's go. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week it was Ant-Man. Casey and Greg went and saw that. While the loser has to watch something that we have thematically tied to the winner this week, we did a a poor excuse for a superhero movie, says all of the reviewers and IMDb scores for the film Elektra. Uh, I had to watch that. And then we listened to an album that the, the loser gives to the winners as punishment. Uh, last week, Casey gave us a Backstreet Boys album to listen to, their newest, in fact, and we will talk about that, and we're all for movies next weekend, and mm-hmm. we'll have a new album. Mm. So, this is how we do it. Greg and Casey went and saw Ant-Man, the film directed by Peyton Reed, uh, starring Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, uh, Evangeline Lilly, Michael Pena, uh, many others. This film was originally going to be directed by Edgar Wright and written by him and Joe Cornish. I believe they share co-writing. Yeah, uh, they share with, they share writing. Uh, with yeah, with, with Adam McKay and Paul Rudd. Yeah, <laughs> which um, is weird. IMDb describes this film as armed with a super suit with the astonishing ability to shrink and scale but increase in strength. Con man Scott Lang must embrace his inner hero and help his mentor, Doctor Hank Pym plan and pull off a heist that will save the world 
Uh, this is another in Marvel. Is this the final in Marvel Phase Two, or or where are we no, at? This is Phase, phase Three. Phase Three. Man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think people were sort of like, oh, okay, an Ant Man film's getting pushed. This like it. This seems like it's something that's coming later because Marvel's really pushing all those kind of interesting uh, choices post Guardians. This yeah. is kind of the first really left curve since then yeah. Yeah. of similar stature. Yeah. yeah, I don't know anything about Ant Man in terms of the kind of character he is or not. I've seen right. some of the covers, the Astonishing Tales stuff that you guys talked about on Mammo. Yeah. Uh, did some Googling and saw some stuff. But yeah, I yeah. I, I really wanted to see this because it looked like a kind of cool, weird movie yeah. from the trailers. I loved in the trailer that shot of them fighting on the toy train oh, and then yeah. it cuts back to Great. just like the reality of I love that. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited to hear about what you guys think of this. Mm. Let's go. Okay. All right. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. What do you do? You, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Sure, I'll start. Uh, this movie was all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah. the best I can say. About I had a nice time. It. Yeah, I had an all right time. I, I saw it in the stuff. VIP. I well, liked. Yeah, I liked relaxing while I watched this. <laughs> uh, that's that was my fa- my favorite part of the movie was relaxing. Yeah. Um, um, otherwise, there's a lot of shit in this movie that I didn't like. But it didn't take away from the fact that I watched the whole thing and wasn't that bored. Yeah, I know. It's entertaining all the way through. I was like, this is fine. Paul Rudd's great. He's entertaining. Yeah, Paul, Paul Rudd's I all mean, right. I, I, I was like, lighten up a little, Paul Rudd. You're Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> like, stop trying to be, uh, uh, you know, superhero. Yeah. Uh, Michael Pena really kind of made the movie for me. I thought Michael Pena was great, but I also did not like the fact that uh, that uh, Ant Man had. Now maybe this is something that happens in, in the uh, the comic books. Maybe he's got a. Uh, um, I guess they're supposed to be culturally diverse, but uh, but a group of uh, stereotypes uh, <laughs> yeah. that, that hang out with uh, him. I'm not. I don't remember that from the comics, but the I'm not familiar with the Scott Lang run as Ant Man. I just know the Hank Pym one. Right. Uh, and even that, I'm not an expert on because it, it was not really in the comics that I was into reading. Yeah. And when I when he was in the ones I did read, he was not Ant Man or Giant Man. He was just Hank Pym. Right. But I mean, uh, it, like Michael Pena was really funny. Yeah. And uh, somebody who I learned later was Ti. And uh, then I learned later that T.I. was something. Uh, but uh, he, he might as well not have been in this. I, I don't know why there were the other two guys. We talked about this a bit on Mammo too. Like, there was no need. It could have just there been was Michael Payne. zero need yeah. for them. And Unless also, there was more planned for them when this was a different director's movie. I've never, I've never been um, racially outraged for... Uh, uh, for a Russian person, <laughs> as much as I am, like, but like, not only, I mean, th- not that even that they made him like overtly Russian. It was just the worst accent I've ever heard. <laughs> uh, yeah, that really took me out of it. And yeah. Michael Pena was was fucking super hilarious, but I mean, he was just a fuck up, mm-hmm. like the whole time. Like he was just an idiot, and yeah. and and I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't like what's going on? There. Uh, it's uh, yeah, and the movie. I feel like the movie is like uh, it's all there in the trailers. You kind of get everything that's going to go down. You never really worry about anything. There's At no all. particular threat. But but I like the effect of him getting nice, big. He's little. He's big. He's little. Looked fine to me. <laughs> yep, that looked fine. Yeah, uh, uh, it looked a lot to me like. Um, I liked the design of the suit. It's cool. Uh, yeah, the suit looked cool. It reminded me a lot of Nightcrawler from the uh, the second uh, X Men movie, for sure. where where he was just kind of like there and then not there. And, yeah. 
And it was like, oh, that looks cool when they yeah. do that. Um, I liked that they did when, you know, when they shor- sort of like uh, stopped everything and you saw him actually shrinking down. I like the effect of where you see like the sort of like uh, echoes yeah, yeah. of him shrinking yeah. down. That looked a lot like the, the comic. Yeah, totally. Um, that's great. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. like, OK, that that's a really well done little nod to the comic. And I like that. But um, I, I really like Corey Stoll, Stoll in, yeah, in, uh, uh, on uh, House of Cards and stuff. Yep. Uh, I, I did not like his one-dimensional evil no, character no. here. And this is like, it's not just this movie. I was talking about this on Mammo as well. One of the main problems with a lot of the Marvel movies, particularly Phase 2, is no interesting bad guy. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit about Yellow Jacket. No. Not because the like, suit doesn't look cool, because it does. Yeah, suit looked really but cool. But it's just like, it's just, it just another used fucking millionaire who wears one suit and then puts on a metal one, you know? It's like, this is, it's an Iron Man all over again, the first Iron Man movie, and like, we've done this, and yeah. it's not all that interesting. Jeff Bridges is a fucking phenomenal actor, and he didn't leave an impression as a great villain in the Marvel Universe, I you know? I totally forgotten that he was in uh, Yeah, uh, he's uh, the Iron, Iron Monger, you know? Yeah. And just like, they, they, I don't know why they can't, there's a gr- great rich history of villains in the marvel universe and i don't know why we're not hitting good ones you know or, or I, I, it seemed like they were going to be fine with that because loki they hit out of the park like, yeah fucking great a lot of that's tom hiddleston but yeah but it's you know, I, a lot of that is tom hiddleston and a lot of that is um joss whedon i think yeah joss whedon wrote the hell out of loki yeah it was fucking excellent mm-hmm. um yeah and this is just you know like there's no bad guys to give a shit about it was like uh, I, th- I was expecting more from Ultron because, and I, and, you know, Spader was great. Spader did everything he could to make that character memorable and interesting. But just again, it was a an overstuffed movie that yeah. never felt. Th- I didn't feel the threat of the villain, you know. Yeah. Like And uh, you know, every time I we've didn't seen feel the the, the uh, like, I, I would like there to be a human element to the to the villain. Yeah. Well, for I like sure. There to be, there has I, to be. I like there to be uh, um, an inner turmoil to the to, mm. to the villain that makes that that, that kind of like lets me kind of not necessarily root for them, but at very least pity them. Yeah, or and, at least understand that they're not just like it's the bad guy, yeah, exactly. evil guy. And, like and that's they exactly need a what Corey Stroll is here. Is he's the bad guy? He's the guy who likes money. He wears a little suit and he yeah. wants to use the thing for evil. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and and there's he's completely uh, uh, there's nothing to him. Yeah, this I mean, just looking over the Wikipedia now and kind of just perusing how long this was in development. I mean, it was at one point going to be in like the late eighties. Yeah, when Marvel was owned by New World and they were going to do something then and then. Like, I mean, Edgar Wright was brought on in 2000 to start thinking about this wow, movie. 2000. 2000. Jeez. And, and, and worked on it up until, I think, 2014 or 20, late 2013. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, in that changeover between, like, him and his, and Joe Cornish and, and then, you know, Adam McKay was going to direct. And I read a list of directors here. David Wayne was on one of the, one of the lists here. <laughs> wow. uh, that would have been so disappointing <laughs> because I do not ever want to see a David Wayne movie that isn't so totally David Wayne. Yeah. yeah. But like is it super apparent watching this movie that like this has passed through a ton of hands? You can it's, feel it's pretty generic. Yeah, yeah. But you can feel where you know something stuck around and like oh this was probably going to go a lot further. Yeah. yeah, or like it it the direction would have fully helped this the dialogue going on in this scene. Okay. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, there there are little moments of like cleverness that are kind of like, oh, that almost made it. Yeah, yeah. It almost made it. It's like I, I chuckled a bunch, but I definitely I never really like really lost it in a scene or got really wrapped into a scene. And it's like something that had so much potential, like when they're fighting inside of a briefcase and he's standing on it, he turns on the, the iPhone by jumping on it. And uh, the villain yells, I'm going to disintegrate you. And the and Siri is like, play Disintegration by The Cure. Yeah. And it starts to him like, do something with that. That's yeah. wonderful. And then nothing. Nothing At happens. All. And it's just like, oh, man, that was I was so ready for an epic fight scene soundtrack yeah. by The Cure. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Saddest, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, do they just like not play it? They just or don't, they just, no, they, no, it just it's the, it's the opening, it's the opening 30 seconds, maybe okay. a plain song, you know, and it's just like, yeah, come on, man, go for it. That's a fucking, I, I feel like that was something it, it, like, Edgar like, have, Wright have had a thing where they're, they're bouncing around, to go with, you know, he sk- skips through the album kind of thing, like, so you have like sure. different tone, like, like a yeah. different tone for, yeah, for yeah, like yeah. this whole fight scene. There's so many things that they, yeah, there's yeah. a couple of, of little sight gags that that work. Like fucking brilliantly, like mm. that uh, the train, yeah. the train yeah. scene that we've all seen. The way that that sort of resolves really works to great effect. Yeah. Um. But but to to know uh, like it doesn't really do that much for yeah, the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Look, it's better than Thor two. I liked it better <laughs> than Iron Man three because I'm I hate that movie. I've never seen Thor two. I liked Iron Man three. No, I liked this as much as I liked Iron Man three. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, In that I'll never watch either of them again. But I I, if this but is on Netflix, time. I'll throw it on some night. Why not? You yeah, know? I want to see it. Yeah, sure. yeah, it's fine. It's uh, I don't know if you need to see it in theaters. Okay. It was apparently not huge numbers, but still good enough. I think. Yeah, it's done fine as far as oh, the yeah. MCU I, goes. I think that that's the perfect encapsulation of this movie. Yeah. It was good enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that good enough is going to be not good enough for Marvel down the line because we're just this very similar shape over and over and over. Oh, they're they're going to need to like, they're so going to need to take a big uh, uh, like a big left turn. Yeah, like whereas when we saw all of those Marvel movies coming out when we, you know, that Comic-Con thing yeah. that had like, you know, their full map, it was like ooh, awesome, but now when I'm like so there's two more Avengers movies yeah. and all these like really I don't I'm, gl- I just, I'm really glad they're, that Joss Whedon isn't isn't doing that me too, me too. Like, maybe that'll help cause, yeah yeah because yeah. I think I think tonally things need to things need to become drastically different yeah like yeah. movie to movie because like you said like I mean Ant Man feels a lot like uh, watered down version of the Avengers mm-hmm. which uh, and, and like and even to the point where now that I think back to Captain America the first one I'm like yeah. 
That movie wasn't as good as I thought it was. Nah, it's pretty good. I, 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 I don't know. I've seen no, it a few it was, times. It's it a great. It's good. It's but so, so easy to watch. I'm so uh, familiar with the with the look and sure. and the like what goes yeah. on in the Marvel yeah. universe that I'm just kind of like. I don't need to see any of these because I've seen them all yeah. more than once. Yeah. Well, and again, I think that's why Winter Soldier is probably the best of the bunch because it feels the most different uh, out of all of them. It's got a different thing going on, and yeah. uh, the action is the most well directed. I was talking about that in Mammo too. It has the most. It has the most memorable action sequence I think in all of the MCU stuff that we've had because it, and it's just Sam Jackson in a fucking SUV. Yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome. There's no superpowers involved. It's just yeah. really well shot action. Yeah. And there's something to hang on to. Like I don't really remember any action sequences particularly in Ant Man except for like he shrank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he's little. Yeah. He shrunk up good. Yeah. <laughs> I can hardly see him. <laughs> Yeah. No, like, yeah. it's fun. It's, I don't, I'm not shitting it. on Ant Man. I thought it was a. I had a nice, fun time. It's a fine popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Definitely. Check it out if you like. If you like the Marvel stuff, fucking see it for sure. Yeah, and there's all kinds of little like, oh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> oh yeah, there's yeah. probably yeah, like th- there was a couple little nods and things that I that I understood as somebody who's not like crazy well versed in the in the yeah. whole uh, larger Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, but yeah. There's also a lot of stuff uh, that I didn't really care about. Sure, <laughs> like when, like uh, the the second to last um, credit sequence. There's yeah. two. There's, yeah, there's one where I'm like, oh, that I don't know what this is about, and I don't care. <laughs> um, and then there's the last one where I'm like, oh, I sort of know what this is about, and mm-hmm. maybe I'll care somewhere down the line. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think yet. I think from the Mammo episode, and I know uh, Matt Brown classic dan gorman name drop matt brown he i think he i think he nails it when he says like the best ones have been directed and crafted yeah, yeah. and and i feel like they were gonna like they they almost got there with this with the yeah. team they had attached but it just you know obviously it became too directed for the comfort of marvel mm-hmm. like you know edgar wright was gonna make an edgar wright like, his movie yeah. and when when they tried to rein him in clearly he was like well not like i mean they revised the script like a million times yeah. and eventually and it just have... becomes like you're never going to be happy with the movie the ant-man movie uh, me edgar wright is going to provide you yeah. like, so they imagine, just got someone to pick the pieces up yep imagine how, what it could have done for the marvel universe had they st- had a movie that felt like the cornetto trilogy mm-hmm. yeah like imagine oh, how great that and revitalizing and it, it that would, would be have been. great for their brand it really yeah. would yeah yeah it would have been really revitalizing would have it, it would have been uh, a refreshing change where ant-man um in its current incarnation was just so much of the same yeah yeah, I, I'm gonna. That said, it was fine. Yeah, I'm gonna check it out because I really want to see it. But yeah, Might I really well. like Joe Cornish and like, ugh, like well, I'm I'm sure there are some moments in here like you guys are saying that that you feel like that like the that that material made it in. But oh, just to think what it would have been like to watch a Joe Cornish and Edgar Wright Ant Man movie. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna check it out for sure. Yeah, see it. It's good. Um, something that I did see mm-hmm. this week. Yes. Uh, I stayed at home. Uh, we picked the 2005 film Electra. Uh, this is a movie that we picked because we were kind of thinking, you know, there's still a lot of superhero movies out there that haven't been done to death on, on all of the classic bad movie podcasts. And mm-hmm. I don't know if, if uh, many of them have done Electra. I don't yeah, feel no. like... So we thought, you know, here's one that, you know, has a really bad reputation, came off the, the spun off of the heels of a film, Daredevil, that was, you know, not very well liked. Um, this film, Electra, though, 
was directed by Rob Bowman, who has done a lot of X-Files and some other films. Uh, this movie stars Jennifer Garner as Electra and a uh, cast of a many other people that I don't really recognize. Um, <laughs> cast of a many other people. <laughs> hey, a many other people. Uh, IMDb has a synopsis for Electra that goes as such. Electra the warrior survives a near-death experience, becomes an assassin for hire, and tries to protect her two latest targets, a single father and his young daughter, from a group of supernatural assassins. Uh, Frank Miller created the character. Uh, originally wasn't going to be, you know, Know, that long running of a character from yeah. what I read, but no, but people I really kept, on kept popping back up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I did not know much at all about Electra before I saw this movie, and I did not even remember her really from uh, from Daredevil because it's been you know I haven't seen that since it's landed on on DVD. Mm-hmm. Never again. No, yeah. don't bother. It's horrible. Yeah. Now I did watch the director's cut of Electra just because it was easily available. <laughs> uh, longer? Or it's a- it's about. It's an hour longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, it, it is like three minutes longer, but the changes are like seven or eight minutes of changes. Yeah. So nothing like insane. Okay. Right. So I was just kind of like, why not? I'll sure. check this story yeah. out. Yep. Um, so the movie opens, um, it, it, like I guess she dies in Daredevil. I didn't remember that. But like the movie kind of, you know, uh, has her resurrected by Stick. Is this mm-hmm. a character from the comics? Yep. Okay. I don't know. Are you talking about the band Sticks? The band Sticks. <laughs> uh, and, and sort of like trains her in some kind of like way that she can start seeing, you know, things that are going to happen or sensing kind of like, you know, a sixth sense kind of like uh, way, some right. kind of fancy training. Right. Um, and then once she is kicked out of Sticks, kind of supernatural martial arts school, uh, she becomes an assassin for hire. Uh, I will say about this movie, it is very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> it is it because it is um, Rob Bowman directs the hell out of this picture. This picture looks phenomenal. Hmm. I will say that, um, and it really has a cool kind of comic book look, and. It is made a little bit too incomprehensible be, by the direction because it's there's a lot of flashing back and forth between things in this movie for the first half an hour where I was like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> but in a way where like they were really trying for something here, like really trying hard to make something that wasn't just like another superhero movie, and you can tell. Uh-huh. I didn't hate this movie. Yeah. Uh, I found it I found it bad in a way that was fascinating, uh-huh. right. and I wasn't bored. Huh. Um, really, I wouldn't I say felt like, like this was going to be a terribly boring. Movie. No, I wouldn't say like, oh, you got to go check it out. Like it's not, you know, it's not what everybody says it is. But I would say like, if you're interested in these kinds of things and like seeing, you know, what Marvel was trying to do around this era of movies, yeah. kind of like let's see what sticks. It yeah. is. It is fascinating. She is. Horribly miscast, Jennifer. I was, oh, yeah, I was yeah. just going to ask you how she is because she she's terrible. Like a terrible choice. <laughs> she's not good. Yeah. But this is not another Catwoman. Like, if you go back and watch Catwoman, it's like, what the fuck are they even doing from frame one to the end? In this yeah. movie, you're like, they've made some choices. I think they're, th- this movie is like two or three rewrites away and a recast away from yeah. being like, this is pretty good. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Like, some of the action was just fine. There's not a lot of action 
And yeah. it's and it's interesting that they are trying to make Electra into like a character movie. Like they are really trying to be like she was cast cast away from stick school and that's made her you know like angry and kind of hateful and now she's this assassin for hire but the biggest problem with this movie which is funny because like for me jennifer garner just seems like a nice lady (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the the biggest problem with the plot is that like when she becomes an assassin for hire she kills some people that i think were related to the daredevil movie to open it up to give you like an idea of like she can fucking kill some people mm-hmm. and and then her next assignment i guess is like one of those last assignments kind of things so they send her to this like island where there's like not very many people and she's in this house and she's like okay i'm here for my final assignment but i don't know what it is yet and her mm-hmm. fr- her like dude that sends her on assignments is like you know we don't know what your assignment is yet so just wait in this house until I tell you who it is that you're here to kill. And then, like, she befriends the next-door neighbor who is this guy with a daughter and the mom's not around. And they, like, invite her in for, like, Christmas dinner and stuff. And she, like, goes over and has Christmas dinner. But she's kind of... you. It's like she's guarded. She doesn't want to let these people in. But whatever. And then, like, the next day after that, she she gets a call and it's like, those are the people you're going to well, kill. Yeah, and she's like, oh, no, my womanly, like, I can't let these people get... She de- decides not to kill them. And then, like, assassins are sent to do the job for her, and then she saves them. Right. And so the movie becomes, like, I have to protect these people from the people that are going to kill them because I couldn't. Right. But it's, like, because she was, like, it's, like, because she let her emotions, you know, get the best of her, and she can't let these people she had dinner with die. And it's, like, because she's a woman. It feels very, like, ugh. Uh. Not, they don't, like, push it really far. But to me, that was, like, the, it was, like, she she is too close to them now. And it felt very like this Are is a woman character. Who should have been killed. I mean, what's uh, like? Well, the, it turns out she doesn't know why they're being killed at first, and then she doesn't kill them because she's too emotionally involved with them. And then it turns out that the daughter is some special superhero fancy thing that like can't be let into the wrong hands. Uh, oh, the the popular superhero fancy thing. Yeah. <laughs> Now I'll they got find one of those. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, no, uh, it's fancy thing. <laughs> it's called the next treasure. It's like if the treasure gets into the, it's a powerful weapon of some sort uh, of something. <laughs> she's a we- weapon? The the little girl. Right. Yeah. That she is supposed to kill but isn't going to kill now. Right. Uh-huh. And she's called and, Nicolas Cage in National Treasure. Yeah. And <laughs> and uh there's the leader is the hand. Uh, or something. Yeah, no, that's a ninja clan. In the, yeah. Uh, so they're trying to get the treasure, uh, the girl weapon treasure thing, and then uh, it turns out at the end of the movie that the leader of the hand actually killed Electra's mom. So they're really trying to, like... Like, the, the problem I had with, like... I was so game for, like, a weird movie that they're trying to make a character study of her, but the character study is, like, sh- her mom was killed, and now she feels like she has to be the mom for these people, and it was just very, like, I don't know... Really? <laughs> yeah, like they're like they're really trying to push, like drive home the fact that it's a female yeah, superhero. So her problem this has to be female family be like related as a superhero. Yeah, it felt a little bit like that. That's they don't beat you over the head with it, but it was there, and I was kind of like, uh, I see what you're trying to do, and I don't really like it. Yeah, she could just be a totally badass fucking assassin. Like, why does it have to? Yeah, be? like a like a human being would yeah. be if they were an assassin. Nah. Yeah. yeah, and it's funny because like they send her to an island, and there's literally nobody else on the island, and she's like, "Well, I'll befriend the two first people i meet they're probably not who i'm supposed to kill like, <laughs> like uh idiot like the next day yeah but you know the it, it it has some of those like this is so crazy ridiculous moments that like i was pretty entertained at moments the the bad guys all the, the team of bad guys like there's tattoo 
who's from the comics, I think. Hervé Villachez? Like the yeah. guy, he's a guy who has all these tattoos. Does this all take place on Fantasy Island? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about a plane or something? <laughs> she sent there to kill Ricardo Monsalpa. Tattoo? <laughs> yeah. It's like, with a tattoo. it's this dude who has all these tattoos of like uh, animals. But the animals can like jump off of his tattoos and come into the real world and do shit. Oh, that's uh. good because that's not stupid. <laughs> but it's like stupid, hilarious, awesome. So like a like they go to like a house to hide out and there's like a bird hanging around. The guy's like, this bird has been here since yesterday. And he like shoots it with a shotgun because it's the guy's bird from his tattoo. What happens when you shoot the tattoo? Do they die in your dreams? I think he about? misses, but it flies <laughs> die away. In your dreams, <laughs> you know. So yeah. Like, uh, so yeah, like, like he shoots at the tattoo the bird and then the t- the bird flies away and like flies back onto the guy and then goes into his chest and into the is tattoo. It a, a tattoo of a dead bird it's now? A, no, I wish. <laughs> but he has all these tattoos of snakes and they all come out and like strangle the little girl at one point. It was pretty sweet. Uh-huh. Like I, there's I found a picture of a wolf coming out of his belly. Yeah, well, it was I, ridiculous. I was really hoping you were going to say wolf coming out of his butt. <laughs> Why did I get a tattoo wolf of butt. a wolf on my butt? Mm. <laughs> and it's just like it's it's <laughs> this is the best tattoo I've ever God, <laughs> it's definitely it's a dick wolf on TV. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not like yeah, like it's like go watch Catwoman and be like, this is the this is where it's just like I have no idea why they made any of these decisions. I will in this do movie. no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I will this, do that immediately. It, this movie was you know not the worst thing to sit through. At least the director's cut. I I don't. There's not that many differences. It's very small differences. But you know they were really trying to do something here. And I want to give them props for it. It, it they weren't uh, they weren't successful. He's a he's a pretty good director, and it looks it looks like a million bucks. There's some great shots in this movie, but it's just like it's like yeah you you know there could have been something here, and it's not this movie. Yeah. It, it, it's it is a little disappointing. It's like I feel like there's a movie here to be made, but you guys tried your best. I got some entertainment value out of it. And then I will never think of this movie again, probably. Mm-hmm. Hey, so is it like those specific tattoos that do that? Or if is it just his body? It's just like him. if he got any tattoo. Like if he got a Tweety Bird tattoo. I think if he got any tattoo. Or like a Yosemite Sam tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Yosemite Sam would come out of his tummy and try Absolutely. to kill you. I believe I believe this to be true. Ah. Gotta be really careful with your tattoos then. I'm just gonna hang out here and think of other funny tattoos that he might have got. <laughs> I want to see if he's like a real. He, yeah, he was a member of the Hand. Uh, yeah. Tattoo Marvel movies. Was he in uh, Thor, Iron Man two? All these things. Who? What? Looking at at his character, and oh, I was. The, I'm not really familiar with him. Okay, it, it, it's not come up. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe it hasn't. I just I don't remember. Okay, yeah, he was only idea. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, for you guys who are not big comic book fellas and stuff like that, uh, this is all stuff in the Daredevil world, uh, and the the hand is a big thing in, throughout Marvel Comics. Wolverine fights them too, but it's the hand ninja clan, uh, and you know Daredevil's trainer fella uh, Stick. And all the whatnot. This is all stuff that the, the they were uh, sort of doing a parody of or a nod to in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the foot, S- stick, splinter, yeah. hand, ah, the foot. Yeah, right. They are hit by ooze that fell out of a truck, just like a truck gets a canister yeah. that hits uh, Matt Murdock at the face. Oh, right. With the radioactive goo. Yeah, and it's all. Oh yeah, I think I saw an article about the yeah, uh, yeah, parallels between them. There you go. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. And like how, somehow they're supposed to. Uh, uh, exist in the same universe 
uh, there's some sort of connection there. I read. Oh, really? Or, or there's a theory about how they exist in the same universe. Well, I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> I was just, I was this close to interested. Yeah. But yeah. then I didn't read it. No. no. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, uh, there are. I, f- I think that there are some people that will be interested in checking this movie out it is a weird period of marvel to go back to and think like yeah they were really just trying what they doing what they could yeah with some of these movies because it just wasn't there yet like that sort of late late uh the last half of the first phase of not marvel phase but phase of like comic book movies yeah this is like the good ones have come out like spider-man 2 people really like that x-men 2 and mm-hmm. but then it was still kind of like but we don't know the formula yet yeah. So we're just figuring because this movie, this movie doesn't feel like a formula movie. It doesn't feel like the Marvel formula. Like all of the bizarre flashes and stuff. Like they're really trying some weird shit. I just feel like it's more in line with like maybe the first Blade movie where they're maybe like, mm, how about yeah. this? Yeah. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> I don't know how about this. Yeah. Totally. Because yeah. yeah, like the first like half an hour of this movie, I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know what, like the flashback. She sees a younger self, like a, a younger version of her a lot. But they haven't like played the plot out yet, so it is kind of like I don't really understand this. But like it's weird, and I don't wouldn't expect this in any other Marvel movie that I've seen recently. No. So it was interesting for that, right? But yeah, uh, don't run out and check it out. No, yeah. I won't. Um, we did have to run out and check out an album. Yeah. Uh, Casey, why don't you tell us why you gave us the Backstreet Boys album in a world like this? Well, because uh, last week I had to watch uh, a documentary about the Backstreet Boys, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was them getting ready for their big tour, uh, touring these songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time they sang one of these songs, uh, I was like, um, "This is what you're going with." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, "Yeah." I was mm-hmm. like, "Why don't you guys check that out and tell me uh, the ways in which it is great?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in a world like this is the eighth studio album by the Backstreet Boys, uh-huh. uh, released in 2013, um, according to Wikipedia, which is weird because the movie just came out. So I guess it was taking place the recording of this was taking place when they shot the movie yeah yeah it, it was like they would argue over what the chorus should be and yeah <laughs> it was yeah. funny um so i what i gathered from the wikipedia <laughs> funny that to think that that they put thought into these songs yeah, yeah, yeah. what i gathered from the wikipedia when i read it earlier today was if you go and read a lot of like the you know the quotes and stuff from the production of the album like all of the quotes are just like we wanted to make a really like personal album and then it'd be like somebody else was like i'm a father now so i really wanted to make a personal album and like Uh, every quote is just it was really you know a mature personal album like they say it like eight times on the wikipedia sure this is our yeah and what they really mean is this is our you know mid-tempo all the way uh, there's some acoustic guitars in there once in a while, but it's just oh, yeah, pretty. The, the documentary shows them like a couple of them playing guitar, like a lot, like writing the songs on guitars and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh God bless you for trying. That's adorable. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's really adorable. It's really and and uh, the album's not adorable. The album is no. just mid tempo. Yeah, I don't know mix- how to differentiate any of these songs in any kind of way you know this should be called this is this album should be called white lady commute the album (laughs) that's uh, that's what you got here it's it's all mid-tempo did it make you feel like a white lady (laughs) yeah a little bit you know (laughs) (laughs) like one foot in like the kind of boy band melodies but one foot in like adult contemporary oh yeah big time you know it's like they're not this is a perfect example of written by committee soulless 
commercial but pop. In a way, like, it, written by committee, but written by them. Because on the Wikipedia, they're like, we wanted to write this album. We oh, yeah, yeah. Whatever. People. There's so, not one song on here that's only written by one person. One of them here, The Breathe, is written by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people. Okay. Is it their names or that no? That blows okay. my mind. <laughs> that seven many people, people to write that shit-ass song. Yeah. It blows my mind that that many people can write a song. That's crazy. And to have that song sound like the RL equivalent of... Like a Club Monaco turtleneck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Garbage. It's just yeah. That's it. It's just they're trying to make it. I guess maybe they're trying to make it sound like it wasn't written by a committee, but it sounds. Yeah. yeah. There totally. is not a single song that has less than three writers. On yeah. It. You're right. That's crazy. I don't even understand. I mean, I don't like writing songs with other like with one other people. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, that's so weird. I can't do anything musical unless there's somebody else there to bounce uh, ideas off of. Yeah. I don't get that. I, I mean, I'm I'm very much a megalomaniac when I think <laughs> anything You'll creative. never be a Backstreet Boy. Yeah, I guess not. And that's the realization that at this late stage in the game, I'm coming to. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. sobering. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, this album is just, uh, Greg, you said it uh, when we were hanging out last night, uh, like elevator music. Yeah. It's like this is mall. You, you'll hear it like, yeah, like you said. Yeah. Like I mean, a, it wasn't yeah. difficult to listen to because it was just like, you know. It was a little difficult for me because so much of it was bland. It, on top of it being bland, it was just that there's not... They don't really throw in like, and here's a couple super upbeat ones. It's just a lot of it is well, yeah, very it's, like. It's like if you're if you've been watching a movie or a TV show, and then you're just kind of like, like, fuck, is this? There's been a lot of commercials, right? Has yeah. this been a lot of commercials? <laughs> yeah, this is like that. Yeah, I'm like this has been on for a while, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it feels like a lot of commercials. Yeah, it does. Because yeah. it's just like, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get Are it. Are we done you yet? No, the- not only halfway. <laughs> oh. Okay. I get it. You left a permanent stain on my heart. Yeah. I get it. When is this going to be over? How am I going to get this stain out? That's I feel like I need songs. to go buy a Subaru. <laughs> and what a yeah. weird. That's, I like, permanent uh, stain. The garbage. Like, what a weird. Like, it just seems like one of those things where it's like a it's like a joke of a pop song. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that like, would be in a is movie. Is that the wording you want to use? Yeah, really, a permanent stain. Okay, great. A stain on my heart. Is that what they're saying? Yeah, yeah. like you left a you left a mark on me that I'll know of forever. Or whatever yeah, the yeah, bullshit yeah. is. You left a stain on me. You left a permanent stain. <laughs> and it yeah. I, and you know I hate mustard. Yeah, and I you left a permanent mustard. Stain you left on my garbage heart. in my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that coffee ring on my heart will never go away. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Terrible. Yeah. No, real bad. All right. Real Dan Gorman, bad. What, is, what are we listening to? Oh, fuck. What do you got? Oh, uh, yeah, left. You, are, you, are, you have I'm been torturing so conflicted myself. about yeah. this. I got a couple written down here. I'm tempted to want to pull out this. Something came up that I was thinking of mm-hmm. that you guys were talking about earlier moment. Because oh. that that those have worked out well. I've written a couple. Like I wanted to pick an album from this year. It's been a while since I've done a like. I like this album. What do you think? Yeah. Um. So I wanted to do an album from this year, and one of them came up. Uh, okay, I'm gonna do the like against. I wasn't thinking of picking this, but I'm going to. I was gonna give you guys an album that like I really really love, and I want to uh-huh. know what you think of. But I guess I'll save it. Sure. I might just tell you to listen to it in the thread anyway. But I'm gonna yeah. give you guys an album that I like a lot. Yeah. Uh, but because it came up earlier in the show, I have to pick it. Um, Snoop Dogg came up earlier. Mm, yeah. Uh, and Snoop Dogg has an album out this year called Bush. 
Uh, <laughs> it was produced by Pharrell. Jesus. All right. Um, and I really I, enjoy it. I, really? I mean, a lot. All right. The, I, I don't know anything about rap or anything other than the fact that I was uh, severely offended by that uh, Black Eyed Peas uh, video. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but like current rap and stuff like that, I don't know anything about it. The only thing that I'm 100% sure about rap is that uh, I love Drop It Like It's Hot. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. I love that fucking song. <laughs> it's so awesome in now, every way. So yeah. a collaboration between uh, Snoop Dogg and Pharrell. And he Pharrell was doing drums like his hot. That's right. So, now, they don't go into this album expecting rap. I'll tell you that. No, he's like a reggae guy now, right? No. Oh. Okay, thank he God. He did that once. Yeah. He's done a lot. Oh, he did not, an album. Yeah, What's his name now? Snoop Lion Just anymore. Snoop Dogg. Just Snoop Dogg. Just Snoop Dogg. Now Dogg. Back to Snoop Dogg. No, no two Gs, just one G. Just Snoop Dogg, I think, on this album. Really? Um, as far really? as I know. Okay. I'm not sure. I don't quote me on that. Yep. <laughs> but so he did one recently. He did a album called Seven Days of Funk that was just called Seven Days of Funk. That was like a that was the artist name mm-hmm. and the album name mm-hmm. that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't love it, but it was cool. And then now he put out this album, Bush, which is like it is a total R and B throwback to like half R and B, half funkadelic g-funk kind of stuff okay oh, so my. he's done a lot of collaborating with some pretty like so classic what is he, people if he's not he, rapping yeah, on this, trying what to he, he does some rapping but there's a lot of singing yeah and it and from it him. is from him and i can't a lot of like support any. singers okay I don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll get the name I'll it I, out, man right on i'll get the some of the collaborators here yeah. um but but it, it it's it is a very kind of like smooth chill listen not all of the songs are amazing but um, it's it's just really good. I really like it. There's a couple songs that are fit, fantastic pop songs. It's funny at times, and like there's some really like ridiculous dumb it's wordplay. Funny at times, like he like he throws in a lot of like stupid wordplay, and you're like, oh man, that's a bad pun, but like I'll give it to you. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? When Snoop Dogg does it, it's charming. Yeah. So Stevie Wonder's on one of these songs. Charlie Wilson, Ti's on it. Also came on. Uh, up here, Gwen Stefani does one song, and then Kendrick Lamar and Rick Ross on another. Um, but it, it's just a fun, fun, smooth little album. And I want to hear what you guys think of it. I don't. It's not like best album of the year, but I was like, "Hey, man, I like this when yeah, I heard it." So right. check it out. Yep. I'm dying to know what the uh, what the other album that you were talking about before. Close my book. Nope. That that, that lullaby has made you think of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got to roll now. Yep. So let's uh let's let's roll. Okay. All right. So Trainwreck came out a couple weeks ago. Is this yep. what we're doing? Last week. Yep. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I really want to see this, yeah. yeah. Uh Amy Schumer's film with Judd Apatow got great reviews. Still over two hours. Judd can't bring him down under two hours, that no. fucking guy. Um but apparently this is a good one. And I really want to see it because I love I, Amy Schumer. I can just watch two hours of Amy Schumer do yeah. anything because she's so fucking hilarious. Totally. Uh, so really excited, but also for free released on Crackle is a movie that you would never think would exist. <laughs> well, it, <laughs> in 2015, it's yeah. a movie that seems to exist only to be the losing. movie. I know. As soon as I saw it, I was thinking, I'm can't wait for that to be the loser. And also yes. on thanks, cra- yeah, Crackle, <laughs> Crackle. They were like, you know what? I don't think people are clamoring for this Joe Dirt too. No. So we'll put it out on Crackle so they can watch a hundred commercials through it. <laughs> on, on Crackle, like yeah. this is a Crackle original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. Hey, hey, David Spade. <laughs> your movie is a crackle original. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's like one rung up from like Rob Schneider's YouTube. movies. Like I filmed something at home and put it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Casey is going to roll for Trainwreck versus Joe Dirt 2. <laughs> well, it's basically Trainwreck versus Trainwreck. Yeah. All right. No rolling on the carpet. Uh, I'm really enjoying your new catchphrase. <laughs> Uh, right under the fridge. That's a six. That's a six. I am not going to see Joe Dirt. <laughs> hey, man, you don't know. There's a lot of numbers on this die. That's right. That's a three. Yeah. That's a shit. <laughs> Including <laughs> three. Craig. Grow lower. Roll lower than three. That's a three. No. Oh, Craig oh, and I are re-rolling. Oh. Yeah. Casey, Casey is safe. safe. Yeah. All right. Oh, damn it. I'm re-rolling. Don't roll on the carpet. I won't. <laughs> That's a seven. That shit. That's a seven. Okay. All right. Greg is rolling. He has rolled a five. Oh, fuck. Oh, you are Joe Dirtbound. Oh, my God. Uh, That's uh, amazing. Crackles with disappointment. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. All right. Sweet. Uh, Back on track. Sorry, dear. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Next week, we will be reviewing Trainwreck and Joe Dirt 2. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. I've been really, really wanting to see Trainwreck. Yeah, me too. Let me know what you think of Snoop Dogg's Mm. Bush. (laughs) <laughs> well, I can tell you right now I think it's great <laughs> uh, But now We're yep. going to get into 90210 Yeah Relay Bow now Bow now Every week Every week of this episode <laughs> Gotta get those edit points Every week of this uh, podcast We watch an episode of Beverly Hills 90210 Season three, yeah. uh, and the person that has to watch it will relay the information back to the two of us that didn't watch it. None yeah. of us have seen this show before. We're in season three, and uh, things are getting dramatic. Yeah. So Greg watched an episode this week. Uh-huh. Next week, I'll watch one, and Casey after that, and so on and so forth. Yep. Uh, what was the last thing that happened in your episode? Okay, what's like the the cliffhanger? Uh, the for people just joining us, if they are. What was the cliffhanger? Well, basically what happened was they took, uh, the Walshes took a homeless vet into yeah. their house. Oh, right. It was they like learned. a standalone kind of thing. Yeah, because yeah, nothing was really, I mean, the, the only kind of real thing that happened at the end was Steve was allowed back into school. Yes. Right. And uh, Dylan, even though Brenda and Kelly both hate him now. He like kissed them both. Yes, but uh, Brenda and, and Kelly like, are hey, kind of back on okay terms. Yeah, yeah they so like they're... each other. They both just hate Dylan. Okay, yeah. and Dylan hates his dad. So we'll see Dylan's what Dylan's dad loves of Lucy. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens with Dylan the outcast. Kelly and Donna, uh, Kelly and Brenda are back on okay terms after right. being torn apart by right. their love for Brilliant. Yep. Dylan. Brilliant. 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 <laughs> that's when Brenda and Dylan are dating. Brilliant. <laughs> yep. That's their celebrity couple. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> All right, Greg. <laughs> yeah, the episode I watched was called Brilliant. <laughs> called Brilliant. Love him. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my episode is called It's a Totally Happening Life. Okay. Uh, I feel like I'm going to hate this episode. Uh-huh. I did. <laughs> um, uh, it, well, it was uh, the easiest one to take notes on. Oh, no. It was the hardest to take notes on at first, but then the easiest because I did, I have the lo- least amount of notes Amazing. ever. Oh. <laughs> that never happens. Oh, yeah. I only have four pages. So, It's a Happening Life. I was like, that's kind of a stupid title. And then the episode starts. I'm like, oh, it's Christmas for them. Okay. Uh, we're doing okay. It's oh, a Wonderful so we're Life. Just, we're ripping off uh, the 
Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life. So it's yeah. the format of It's a Wonderful Life where we got the two stars that are angels and they're talking about stuff and like, what are we going to do? And she's like, I've been watching these kids. <laughs> Damn, so. I was oh, like, so they're actually angels? We're not like, we're just full on ripping off the movie. Straight up, yeah. The, like the two stars blinking, talking to each other. Right. Yeah. Um. So they're watching the kids. She's like, look at these kids at school. <laughs> They're carolers. These are carolers walking around. And then we see David, and David's filming the carolers, and Dylan and Kelly and Brenda. They're all the best friends now. They're like three amigos. Uh, and uh, oh, are you? Ki- so they're all just hanging out. Yeah, with each they're other. like things they're are to- great. We're it, friends. Literally, the way that all resolved, this whole big thing, the way it all resolved was he walked through the the hallway, cut in between them, kissed them both on the cheek, and was like, hey, ladies, or whatever. And then yeah. he's like, we like you now. <laughs> God, I hate this show. Yeah. Um, so then we, uh, you know, we're kind of getting a look at all the friends, and then we see Steve. And he's Steve does a lot of detention now. Steve has no mullet. He's got double detention. It is what? gone. It is really? entirely gone. And I'm like, what am I supposed to eat during oh, this episode? Like, oh my god, who ate Steve's hair? <laughs> no mullet whatsoever for Steve. What up? We Bummer? have to find out who hit Andrew with a car and who ate Steve's hair. <laughs> um, and so Donna is organizing some kind of like Christmas presents for. Four children, like little kids. Okay. Uh, I feel, she's just like street kids at one point, but it's just kids at a school. I don't <laughs> really know what she's talking about. Well, she is Donna, so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, but they need a Santa. Got to get a Santa for the street kids, and they're all busy. Brandon's like, I got this thing going on, and, and Steve's like, I'm not allowed. And uh, whatever, and they go to Dylan, and he's like, oh, no, whoa, and he runs, and we get a freeze frame, and the angel's like, what's the problem with these guys? Everything seems great. And then uh, they flash forward to all the gang looking really sad on a bus. And then uh, the angel's like, let's go back a few days, and I'll fill you in. And then we go back in time a few days, and Andrea is totally off her crutches now. No more okay. crutches for her. Nah. I'm like, come on, who ran her over and why? And why did any of this happen? If nothing yeah. is good, if this isn't a storyline, why did you just Have run Andrea over? Car, yeah. It's and- the only thing I care about, or it's the thing I care the most about. <laughs> Let's find out who hit Andrea with the car and why. Yes, I assume it was premeditated. Oh man, come on! It just makes no sense. Why did any of? Uh, yeah, I, if they, I, I, I we're not we're not going to find out. I feel like I feel I like this is tell- just. If 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 I love the fact that we're not gonna find yeah, out, it's kind of amazing. That is fucking brilliant. Because for me, it just means like, oh my god, somebody hit Andrea with a car. We should find out who it is. Uh, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Is it like? Did she maybe have a real accident? In real yeah, life? that's all I can think of is maybe it, something it happened to the that. actress. I don't know. Um, anyway. She she had no more crutches. She's at school. She gets a call from her grandmother at the school about Yale, where she's trying to go to school. And she's like, is it a... Th-? She got an envelope. Oh, my God. Is it a thin or a thick uh, envelope? And it's a thin one, so she's bummed. And then Brandon and uh, Beardy Gill, the teacher guy. Oh, yeah, the possibly perverted teacher. Yeah, yeah. They start to bet on whether or not she get into Yale right in front of her. I'm like, well, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I bet she I bet she didn't. Uh, yeah, well, I bet yeah, she totally the teacher's like, He's like, nope. <laughs> Brandon's like, I bet she got in. Like, let's put a wager on this. I bet she didn't. <laughs> look at her really stupid weird. face. Yeah, look at this idiot. Fucking somebody should run you over again. <laughs> um, and so then they just sort of like, well, let's go find out. So they go to Andrea's, Andrea's house to find out. 
<laughs> she opens it up. She got in. Everything's great. Lame. What the wager they're going to do is they're going to make Gil shave off his beard, which is weird the way Andrea says it. She's like, I'm going to make him shave his beard. See what it looks like naked. <laughs> <laughs> now shave your beard and pull your pants down. <laughs> Let's see that D. Solid D. I'm going to I'm gonna have him shave his beard and look at his dick. <laughs> I win. <laughs> and I'm going to Yale. <laughs> um, but she also got a letter from her boyfriend. Remember that? She has a boyfriend. Yeah. The Republican guy. Peter Krauser. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the letter says, uh, you're dumped. Ooh. <laughs> so she got into Yale, uh, but not her boyfriend. Uh, that's over. That sucks. And uh, Brandon, uh, then we cut back to where at the Walsh family home, and Brandon is talking about it, and he's like... What a dick. Who breaks up with their girlfriend by letter? What an asshole. I never liked that guy anyway, but I never said anything because I didn't want to seem. And then each one of her his family members chime in with jealous, bitter, petty. And I'm like, ooh, are we naming things Brandon this? Where's psychotic? Psychotic. Uh, 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 unstable. Yeah. Uh, Pious. Uh, uh, yeah. Kitten's head in the mailbox. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's great. And it's like, damn, your family hates a guy. Um, and he's like, hey, fine, thanks. And then Dylan and Kelly show up. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, are we piling on Brandon? Yeah, I got a couple. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're ugly too, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, your sideburns are fucking stupid. Hey. <laughs> Easy, Dylan. So they're all having a nice Christmas at the Walsh's. Then we see Gil shaving his beard and like, oh, yeah, this is television. Um, yeah, that's a nice Christmas. Uh, David's filming it. Like it all, like it's a thing for their, I don't know. Their, He's like, hey, I heard you're going to be station. naked later. What is this? For? I don't know. <laughs> and then he just stops filming and looks sad. And he just puts the camera down. I'm like, he's halfway through shaving. It's, anyway. <laughs> He's like, I used to do this with Dougie. <laughs> <laughs> I used to watch Dougie And Donna's shave. like, what's the matter, David? And he's upset because everyone's going to graduate before him. That is upsetting. Uh, it's a bummer. Uh, then Nikki comes back. She's been visiting her parents, right? After the uh-huh, diesel yes. stuff. Oh, yeah. Right. Nikki is back, and her and Brandon are making out in his room, and Mom walks in, and Brandon's like, Mom! And Nikki's like, oh! And she goes into the bathroom, and Brandon follows her in, and then she's like, listen, I'm moving back home, so you're dumped. Yes! She had a nice time with her family, and they worked things out. Now the diesel's not in the picture anymore. She can move home and just be a normal kid, and, you know, thanks for everything. See you later, Brandon. Oh, man. Brandon's like, shit. Uh, so then Brenda comes into Brandon's room and is bitching and shit. This is weird because her and Dylan and Kelly are like yeah. tight, and she comes in and she's like, "You know, this is a piece of shit, Kelly. You know <laughs> who else is a piece of shit is Dylan." And yeah. Brandon's like, "I just got dumped. I don't want to hear about this." <laughs> she's like, "Whatever," and blah blah blah, kind of makes him feel better. Yeah. Guess what? You're a piece of shit now too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess like she's just trying. Maybe she's like venting, trying to put on like a show in real life about being okay with the Kelly Dylan stuff, but yeah. revealing she may not be. Now we're bouncing around in a lot of time here with this episode, so maybe this is. So we cut back to Dylan and Kelly and Brenda in the Peach Pit, and uh, the girl. <laughs> I just wrote this down and realized no one's going to understand uh, what I'm talking about except for you guys. I wrote down, uh, in the peach pit, the girls give Dylan some solid dick. (laughs) (laughs) They sit him down, they give him the solid dick. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Uh, The slang term for straight talk. That's right. 
from I guess the sixties. Is yeah. that a '60s slang term? Giving somebody solid dick is apparently uh, straight. Accord, apparently, yeah, the sixties were a turbulent time. Um, it made its way into. If I could get that working back into uh, you know a common phrasing, I'd be really happy. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, solid dick. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I know. I almost Googled it today, and I'm like. No thanks. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> it just comes up in autofill. I'll just, Whoa! Uh, wait. The first right thing there. that first thing that comes up is three viral geek rumors that were total bullshit. Uh oh. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, uh, I don't understand any of that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently, apparently, uh, was not real. That was a Photoshop. Really? Ah, uh, debunked. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, they really? show they show the real one here. What is the real one? The real one is, uh... Is, I'm going to sit you down and give you a real hard penis. (laughs) Uh, Maybe what you need is some solid advice from Iron Man, not solid dick. Man. Uh, No. Yeah. Stupid Reddit. (laughs) Well, if anyone else there thought that uh, that solid dick meme (laughs) was real, apparently not. Damn it. Yeah. Like, I want to give you some solid advice. All right, but fuck me first. (laughs) Oh, actually, the, the silver lining... Is that there is a uh, there is a comic starring the Joker where he has a newspaper that says Chortle at Joker's boner and that is entirely real. Yes, <laughs> as in I, I, there, Chortle at his those. is his uh, <laughs> his his bumbleness bumbling. Yeah. yeah. Nope. I'll show them. I'll show them how many boners the Joker can make. <laughs> <laughs> well, just one, but a lot, <laughs> all the time. Uh okay, damn solid dick. But anyway, so they were giving them some real solid Where dick straight am I talk. Here? Um, so yeah, the girls give Dylan some straight talk. It's boring to say that. Yeah. Um, and they're like, "Listen, we both think you're like super hot," and he's like, "Uh huh," and he's like, "But blah blah blah," and they're like, "But let's all be platonic friends." I'm like, this is a weird conversation. So that's what they're saying. Is yeah, like, were they were they possibly going to enter into a it weird? It feels really like a- uh, like sexy time talk. It's weird. Anyway, um, they're like, cheers, that's going to be great. Um, and then we cut to Christmas at the Walsh's, and the three of them are up in Brenda's room studying Shakespeare, and Kelly has uh, to go downstairs for some reason, and she joins the rest of the Walsh family watching It's a Wonderful Life. And the angels are like, what's this movie? Never heard of it. <laughs> yep. Uh, and upstairs, Brenda makes a move on Dylan. Oh, and he goes into it. They make out a bit, and then they're like, "He gets Whoa. some real solid advice in his <laughs> pants." <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, they they kiss for a bit, and then they're like, "Whoa, no, we got to stop. We're just friends, right? 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 Right?" Then, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Sorry. 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 Then the next day at the Peach Pit. Um, they're they're all sitting around, and Brendan and Dylan get a moment. They're like, "Listen, last night was just an accident. Never again, right? 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then we find out something. David's mom is moving away, or something. I don't really know. I wasn't paying attention <laughs> to that part. And he's all sad, but he's so sad that he probably can't film stuff at the kids' Christmas thing. Oh man, too sad to he's film. Too, he's too sad, sad to, to film something. Yeah, That's his like, thing. What is this plot device? Oh, and I don't Christ. even really—I don't even want to kick it funky later either yeah. at my concert. <laughs> I'll dance, but not happy dance. Yeah. Uh, D- Dylan and Kelly talk about him being Santa at this thing at his place in front of a fireplace, and uh, he's all like, "I never believed in Santa," and I'm like. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, then they make out a little bit. 
Um, Damn. Yeah. And the, but Brenda shows up right then with a Santa suit for Dylan, and she sees it, and it just like shit hits the fan. Oh and my god! Like, what are you doing? And they're like, "It's not what you think." And she's like, is, "Is it not what I thought about yesterday happening?" And Kelly's like, "What happened yesterday?" And he's like, "Nothing." Yeah. And he's like, "She did the same thing. He did the same thing to me yesterday." I'm like, "Uh, you kissed him yesterday, <laughs> and Kelly kissed him today." Oh really? Yeah. So he's just an innocent victim. Of all this poon. <laughs> yeah. And that's what he's yelling. They're, they storm off together, and he's like, what the hell? You tell me that you think I'm hot, and you love me, and you're kissing me, and now you're pissing me? Screw this. I don't want to be Santa Claus. He still does come off like a real dirtbag he or something. He yeah, he's a total dirtbag. Dirt yeah. All of them are dirtbags in yeah. this situation. Yeah. Um, so... Then, one at a time, every one of the gang goes up to Donna to tell her that they aren't going to go to the kids' Christmas thing. First first Brenda, then Dylan, then Kelly, and I thought that was going to be it, but then David's like, I'm just too sad to go. <laughs> so, is this one of those, they all, did they all know everyone else is doing no, it? Or no, no, not yeah. at all. So, and they all think Donna's they're the only one more bailing. more frustrated, because each time she goes to vent to one of her friends about the other ones backing out that person backs out right. yeah and david's like haven't i been tagging along with you and your friends long enough and then andrea's like i can't go and andrea wants to time apart from brandon and she's like time apart from brandon and, yeah uh, <laughs> and then uh don and then goes she goes to brandon and brandon's like uh i'm not gonna go and she's like god damn it and he then she goes to the principal and gets the principal to make them all go no <laughs> oh. So they have I'm to go. telling the principal on you guys. And then they're in the they're in, now they're in the bus, all looking sad. And Aww. one angel's like, "What is with this Brandon and Andrea situation?" And I was like, "Please let me tell him." <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I I haven't seen It's a Wonderful Life in a while. Yeah. Uh, is this what happens? <laughs> yeah, this yeah, it's is about a, like the trials. And this tribulations is the same of, script, yeah, of emotional mm-hmm. idiots and yeah. teenagers. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember there being like a possible. Yeah, threesome Jimmy Stewart or... has this like delicious hair made out of noodles. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, everybody, come, come, yeah, come yeah. chase my hair. And that, yeah, during the day he goes to this really weird banana school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And just, uh, he, you know, goes from scene to scene, giving everybody some solid dick. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Straight talk. Uh-huh. Uh, we can make that happen. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Give me the solid dick, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, where are we? Uh, she, yeah, the one angel's like, I don't get this old Brandon and Andrea thing. And uh, then we get a flashback, and uh, what's going on there? Where am I here? Lost my notes. Floop. Yeah. Okay. After getting dumped, Brandon goes to uh, the Peach Pit to get some advice from Nat. And Nat's like, you know, it just means that, uh, you know, fate has something else in mind for you. Whatever, you know, it's uh, something new will come into your life. At that moment, Andrea comes into the Peach Pit. And uh, she had asked Brandon if he wanted to go to a movie later. And he's like, but he said no because he was going to make out with Nikki. And now mm-hmm. he's not. So he's like, hey, do you want to still see that movie? And she's like, no, I got to babysit. Why don't you come, though? And he's like, yeah. So he's going to go with her to babysit. Brandon and Andrea. Ugh. And so they're there. Well, they watch, finally get around to it. Yeah, they get their, their babysitting somewhere, and uh, they watch It's a Wonderful Life again. And then the, uh, the, ep- the movie ends, and they're crying. And she's like, that's what I like about you, is that you're just an emotional, sensitive person. And he's like, oh, yeah? Hey, tell me what else you like about me. 
<laughs> seriously says that. I'm not even like oh paraphrasing. He's awesome. like, what else do you like about me? Brandon, you <laughs> fucking narcissistic <laughs> oh, <it's terrible>. idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me what else you like about me. It really turns me on. Yeah. <laughs> Can you wear this mask of, of me? me? <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me you like my hair. <laughs> tell me you like my soft laps. Wear this mask yeah. of me so we can make out. <laughs> and uh, she tells him a bunch of stuff, and then he kisses her. And they make out for a second. Then they stop making out and immediately start yelling at each other. Yeah. And Sounds you know, like a Brandon like, You were thinking do. about Nikki. And he's like, like, you were thinking about Jim or whatever his name is. John, <laughs> she's like, you Jay. don't even know his name. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then, yeah. And then we leave that scene. Uh, so then we're back on the bus and we learn the bus is going to crash is what's going what? on here. They're all going to die on the bus. What? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, the way that you brought that up, and then we, we learn that the bus is going to crash. Yeah, they're all going to die. Has it always going to crash? Do it now. Yeah, Do it now. This is the thing. That's why the A1 angel is trying to you know get some help from the other angels. Like, oh, there's all these great kids, but they're going to die. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. I need some help here. That's ridiculous. And uh, the uh, senior angel's like, don't worry, I already diverted the truck. She's like, how would you know about the truck? He's like, hey. Hey. Yeah. I was in this movie. Hey, I'm a heavenly kid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm very familiar with 37-year-olds in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Whoa, my phone. Um, So uh, he's like, yeah, I diverted that truck being driven by so-and-so. And she's like, that's the wrong truck. And he's like, oh, shit. And then you cut to this truck, and there's a guy driving it, and he's like, uh, you know, he's like just guzzling booze. Yeah, awesome. might as well be a bottle that says liquor. You know? Yeah, <laughs> X X X. Gloop gloop gloop. It should have X's for eyes. And so he's driving a big truck, and the bus is driving, and oh my god! And then he's hiccuping bubbles. Yeah, and yeah. The gang is just hating each other on this bus, saying all kinds of mean things to each other. And then Donna gets up and says some kind of stuff about kids and stop being assholes. Yeah. And then they all kind of go, all right. And Dylan goes and sits in between Kelly and. Brenda and, and he's, he's like, like want to make out hey, he yeah. goes, hey guys I've decided I will fuck both of you right yeah. now and they're getting Merry along. Christmas and uh, then Brandon goes and sits behind Andrea who's sitting directly next to David and he's like listen I'm sorry you know I I, I was a dick before too with Jim or whatever his name is because I was I was jealous. <laughs> she's like, you still don't know his name. And she's like, you know what? That's fine because I was jealous too of Nikki and of Brooke and all the other girls that you've been banging. And he's like, yeah. And David's just sitting there, and then he just—I was gonna say—and then he just the whole gets time. up and leaves. It's great. I was like, amazing. Because I was gonna say, like, how much tell, tell this me, doesn't have anything to do with me? Yeah. Tell me about more girls I fucked. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna say how how detailed do they go? Like, sorry about making out last night, like right in front of him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> David goes over to Donna, and he's like, hey, uh, I brought my camera anyway, so maybe I'm not too sad to film impoverished children. <laughs> And uh, they're all happy, and the bus is about to crash, and oh my god! And they're, they're, the truck is driving, and the bus is going, and then but the guy already took care of it, right? Huh? No, he fucked up. No, it was he the wrong one. The wrong truck. Uh, yeah, he's and a then, stupid uh, star. Yeah, and then they they're gonna collide, but they like like magic. Oh yeah, they drive through each other. Oh, okay. and, monster uh, squad. Through and the it. angels are like, whoa, yeah, totally. And he's like, I guess uh, what that must have been. You don't mean, uh huh. So, yes, God intervened and saved the 90210 gang. Whoa. So, yeah. even 
even God is only watching these five students from Los Angeles. God's totally. like, it's very great television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is fascinating stuff. I want to oh. see which one of these girls he's going to bone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't let these people die without me knowing who ran her over with a car. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think gave Steve such delicious hair? <laughs> <laughs> I know I took it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, God literally intervened. Is this the first time that we've had like had a Hollywood God show up in an yeah, episode? Like, yeah. I think so. Because I couldn't remember if there had been like a... Wasn't there a Halloween one with like a ghost or something? I can't remember. Oh, yeah. But the ghost like, turned out to be God? Yeah. No, but I mean like that that has had this like ridiculous of a yeah, thing happen. Yeah, I, I think that I had that Something happened episode. with... with yeah. But this is next level. Yeah. So there you go. They survive and then they're all uh, having a good time with the kids and Christmas. And Steve's there and the principal sees him and she's like, Mr. Sanders. And he's like, wow. And because he's not supposed to be there, but he went anyway because he wants to. Yeah. And then she gives him the Santa suit, so he's going to be Santa. And yay. And everyone has a nice time. And the carols are singing. And uh, David goes up to Donna and he's like, you know what? Maybe I can just like load up on courses and then I'll graduate with you. And she's like, oh. And uh, Dylan. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Kelly and Brenda come up to Dylan and give him cookies. One that's a K and one that's a B. And they're like, you have to decide who you want to spend. New Year's with and he's like oh cookie cookie <laughs> turns into cookie monster I want to eat them both though. yeah oh, mm, don't know and so that's so what he's he got to figure out decide and I'm sorry for how gross this is going to sound which cookie he wants to eat that's right ah uh, that makes me feel gross inside yeah. and then some bells ring and somebody's and like both- hey an angel gets their wings the end. Kelly and and Brenda are both like, hey, we have these cookies. L- decide which one of us you want to be with by picking the cookie. Yeah. And then, and well, they just like, leave him with the cookies. But Did that's they, their idea. Get back to us later. But Did they're they, like, I'm going to leave this cookie, and this is going to be the decider. Yeah. Did they make those cookies specifically? Was this a whole I plan? I, okay, here's what we'll do. The easiest way to decide is we'll both make a cookie. <laughs> are they different? Is it like my white chocolate macadamia versus oatmeal raisin? Like, are they, or is it just here's two chocolate Imagine, chip cookies? That's not yeah. even a contest. No. Yeah, it would be uh, white chocolate macadamia. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. I, I Although like, I love oatmeal I raisin. I feel like, I like a good, like nice oatmeal. and like properly chewy oatmeal raisin. Oh, totally. Those are my two favorite cookies, is why I said them. Uh, That'd be like the Sophie's Choice of Cookies for me. Take my cookie! My cookie! Which cookie should I... Yeah, it's like the good son. Which cookie should I let drop off this clip? (laughs) My favorite cookie, or if it's a well-prepared oatmeal raisin cookie. Uh, Is it the cookie I gave birth to, or... (laughs) So, Uh, there you go. That is a weird way to figure out, like, who is he going to date? Well, I don't know. Ugh, that's bizarre. I don't know what's going to happen. And then God intervenes. Yeah, these yeah. Cookies. Maybe God's going to date one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I met I met a new guy, and you could say he's the big guy upstairs. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. Well, next week is uh, I'm Up to Bat. Yep. For 902 and Oh Yeah Relay. Uh, yeah. But until then, you can go to modernsuperior.com, hear our show alongside other shows like Let's Scare Matthew Price to Death. Super Zero has a new season coming out soon. There's a new do over episode up there, Flight School, and more. 
please, if you would like to tell us anything that you have thought while you listen to this show, uh, comments, what you've been thinking about the things we've been talking about, info at modernsuperior.com. We love to get your emails. Uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes. Please do that. Please uh, follow us on Facebook at SYNWPC or just type in See You Next Wednesday into the search or twitter.com slash SYNWPC. Do all of those things. Uh, go to modernsuperior.com. Comment on our posts if you'd like to get to us that way. We like to see that. And otherwise, that's been our, uh, that's been our episode. Yeah, that's about it. Oh, my God. As always, we will see you next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goodbye, Internet. My internet. Uh, huh? Ooh. Sleepy. Yeah. <laughs>